All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on in to a brand new episode of the Cinema Lords podcast. Episode number 17. I am firing on all cylinders this week. I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling rejuvenated. I was a little slow on the trigger last week. Had a little bit of uh, that, that wet brain going on, but I'm ready to go this week. I'm very excited. This is the first time, I think, in the entire podcast that I didn't have anything I have to like recap. And that was just a huge relief for me. Yep. Getting ready for this show today was so much easier and a lot more enjoyable, to be honest. It was getting to be a little bit of a chore, <laughs> funny, there, especially the at the way. end of Andor. I was just like, my God, I just, I'm trying to, I literally have to memorize these episodes as good as I can every week just so that we can go through them, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to just be sitting here like reading note for note. But my God, it felt so nice this week to just be able to just fucking watch some trailers yeah. and actually just watch shows and just kind of jot down, you know, a little note here or there about things I want to mention. Yep. And that's it. Had to go back to because Andor was on Wednesdays. So if you watch, if you watched Andor yep. on Wednesday, you, had, you had to go back and watch it on Tuesday. Yep. And I know how you felt towards the end. So I'm sure that was a chore. Watching I was waiting to the last day. I was watching it before we got in here. <laughs> Every week. Yep. I was laying the trigger. But yeah, no, we got a. Uh, we still got a lot to talk about. Even though we're not going to be recapping any shows this week, we're going to have a nice little, a lot more free flow. We have a bunch of trailers to talk about. A lot, a lot of trailers got dropped this week. So we have a few, three, four trailers to talk about. We're going to be talking a little bit more 1899. We're going to be talking a little bit more White Lotus. We are going to dive in depth to the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special because Luke was able to catch up on that this week. We didn't want to give him any spoilers last week. So we gave, you know, Luke, and not just Luke, but the audience themselves, a uh, couple extra days, another week to watch it. And uh, I think Luke, along with everybody else that I've talked to so far, loved it. I haven't heard a single person say a bad word about this uh, this holiday special yet. I loved it. But uh, we got a, we got a lot to dive into today. We have our uh, regular guys on the board as of late. On the ones and twos, we have Mr. Luke Klein and Lukey Baby. What's going on? Doing well, boys. Doing well. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Uh, yeah. Like you said, nothing uh, that we're diving in too in depth today, but we're touching on a lot of good stuff. Got a lot of White Lotus thoughts. Uh, yeah, some exciting uh, trailers coming up too. So, ready to rip. Let's do it. Yeah, we got a lot to we got a lot to dive into. And then my co-host this evening, you guys know him well, the utility man. He does it all. The ones, the twos, the co-hosting. He knows all the topics. He knows all the subjects. Mister Seti, what's going on, baby? Hey, what's going on, Gus? It's good to uh, good to be back. The the cuffs are off. Not to say that I feel like you know we weren't binded by these shows watching them, but you yep. know I, I feel like the uh, the handcuffs are off now. It's a it's a free forum. Yep. It's uh it's open season. Um, I'm looking forward to the next chapter. Not to say I didn't enjoy the the break, the you know the episode breakdowns, but I'm excited for the next chapter of this podcast. The, yeah, uh, more like the the free forum. So uh, yeah, we got a lot to get into. I couldn't agree more because we got ourselves a nice little break. I think the next show that we're gonna do like recapping episode by episode is probably gonna be The Last of Us, which is January 15th. Mm-hmm. So that's over a month from now. I feel like that's a nice nice four weeks off. Sounds great for my brain. And that's a show that we're gonna be talking about a little bit more because they dropped their first trailer this week. And it was awesome. It was everything I expected it to be. It was honestly a little bit more than what I expected it to be because my expectations are – we're going to get more in-depth to it, but my expectations, because I love the game so much, kind of high, but I know how video game remakes go on TV, so I'm like, mm. got to lower it a little bit. Yeah. But these friggin', this first official trailer, man, whew, it got me going. I'm not going to lie. So I can't wait to get into that. Uh, first things first, I want to mention off the top that we are still running our giveaway contest for our 100 subscribers on the YouTube page. If you are someone that watches on YouTube and you haven't subscribed already, right below us, right here, right now, you will see uh, right below us is a little subscribe button. Smash that button. So easy. So, so easy. easy. That's all you got to do. It's so easy. It takes two seconds. 
and you're instantly entered right into our giveaway. Once we hit 100 subscribers, we'll be doing a raffle live here on the show, and we will be giving one uh, lucky listener a $40 AMC gift card. So you know what I mean? That's a nice, easy way. You know, it's, uh, even if you're freaking, you know, it's a holiday season, you spend a little bit more time at home, you're like, hey, Dad, let me see your phone for a second. Grab that guy's phone. Go subscribe to the YouTube page. Next thing you know, your dad wins the gift card, and then you win the gift card. You know what I'm saying? There are ways to get some uh, extra votes in here kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Snacks are on me, too. I'm going to throw that in there. The, the snacks are on me. The bar's on me. Treat yourselves. Love it. Uh, but, yeah, go and, go and do that now. And then if you're, you know, something that listens, Spotify, iTunes, take a couple seconds. Go on to YouTube. Subscribe to the page. Make an account if you got it. It's quick. It's easy. It's painless. And go ahead and subscribe to the page. We're, uh, we're over halfway there, obviously. I think we are about like 40 away, something like that. Uh, but once we get there, $40 AMC gift card, plenty to go out to a movie or two, depending on what you want to do. You know what I mean? Get some snacks, whatever it is. Uh, from there, let's uh, talk the cinema. I want to talk about the Cinema Lords 25 Days of Christmas. I put that thing out last week, and I put it out definitely um, kind of my brain set when I put it out was that like, hey, you know, there's people all the time. They're like, what should we watch tonight? Kind of a thing. And maybe it would just be like a reference, kind of like, hey, let's see what they put for this day. And if it's something that you like, you toss it on. I right. thought even I would treat it that way, kind of a thing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, out of the, so tonight is, tonight is Tuesday. When you guys are watching this, it'll be Wednesday. Or listening to it, it'll be Wednesday or so on. But as of Tuesday, it was six nights. And I watched five of the first six movies, four of them on the correct day. Not right. even like intentionally trying. Just kind of like. Yeah. Like I said, for some reason, I thought happens. I thought that's what it was. Obviously, it's a lot. You know, it's a big commitment to do. But yeah. For some reason, I thought like, oh, all right, on December first, he's watching Jack Frost. On you know this, that, and the other. Yeah. I mean, ideal. it is a commitment. Yeah. That is that was definitely like the the idea behind it. Mm. Obviously, that's a like you said, big commitment. Things change. <laughs> so, you we know, have lives. Yeah, exactly. I figured I would check off most of these movies at some point during the holiday season. It was just a matter of when. Yep. But I was able to bang out. Like I said, uh, five out of the six so far. And I watched four of those five on the correct day. Nice. Yeah. Let me uh, let me ask you a question before you get into them because I it, I realized that after the podcast last week, I saw a movie on that list, uh, not on the list, I should say. Does this confirm that you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Oh uh, no, I think Die Hard is considered a Christmas movie. So and it, it didn't make the list. Yeah, I don't know. It, it I like... just because it takes place during Christmas. That ain't. That's not. That, that ain't it for me. Oh, so I thought he was getting a supporting supporting vote here. I like, thought it was, yeah, I thought you didn't you didn't value Die Hard as a Christmas movie. I think and that's that, why you didn't put it on there. I mean, I don't think it's like a true blue Christmas movie, but I think it is like a holiday season. You can definitely get away with it because it, get, it takes place during the holidays. Let me ask you this. Do you think like Harry Potter is a Christmas movie? No. Oh, see, I disagree. I absolutely no. think it is. <laughs> There's almost a Christmas scene in every single Harry Potter movie. Right, because they're in school during Christmas. Just like Die Hard takes place during Christmas. Just because the uh, setting in part of the movie is during Christmas time doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Well, all these movies, the list, all so. these movies are centered around Christmas. The majority of them, yeah, centered around Christmas. Just because they take place during Christmas to be doesn't mean that they're a Christmas movie. Yeah, it, it was probably just a marketing ploy, also, right? They, they probably released it then, and, and yeah, that, people are, people are still arguing Actually, it. What forty years later? <laughs> you can look that up. I'm almost positive Die Hard came out in July. Okay, I'm I mean, almost positive it be, was a summer release and it was still came out. It was still holiday themed. I'm almost positive. That'll be some damn good evidence. I would. I'll say I'll I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go like up to eighty percent. I'm gonna go like eighty, maybe an eighty-five percent. Oh, I think July twenty second, nineteen eighty-eight. Angle, July. Come on now, Let's go. Get some good. I odds. told that's, you I was shot tonight. I told you I was ready fire, baby. <laughs> that's even more in my circle. Came out July fucking twenty second. That's true. It's a good point. 
Yep. Put it in my Fair enough. Fair enough. You're definitely not <laughs> wrong there. That's a good point. That's why it's not, like you said, it's not on the calendar. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, uh, tonight's Love Actually. I don't think I'm going to get to it. So that's going to be another one I'm going to miss. But that's one I definitely will watch this holiday season. Tomorrow night, I can tell you, I'll be locking in to watch Gremlins. Gremlins is one of my favorite. Uh, Gremlins will be the night that you guys are watching this because it'll come out on Wednesday. Gremlins on Wednesday. Yeah. I love Gremlins. It's an all-timer. Yeah. Oh, my God. I fucking love that movie. And even growing up as a kid. Um, do you ever meet my, uh, my dog, Gizmo? My American yeah. Gizmo? Oh, God. Right, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I had a dog named after Gizmo. Yeah. <laughs> There were a couple people that everybody had as a dog that bit everybody but me. Yeah. Like uh, my cousin Jordan had a dog, same exact thing. Gizmo was another one towards me. Never bit me. Yep. Nothing. Yep. Bunch of people hated that dog. That dog was nothing but loyal to me, baby. <laughs> he was great pooch. Yep. I loved that dog. He looked so funny. We used to shave him in the, in the summertime. Oh, my God. He used to crack me up. Just a furry-ass face and just a naked body. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. <laughs> he just ran with it. But, uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to shout out the Cinema Lords, the, the viewing schedule again. You can see that on our social media if you're looking for something to watch. But I'm uh, now that I've done it like this much, now I'm definitely going to try to try to challenge myself. I'm definitely going to try to lock in yeah, and get as many now. off this list as I can. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Um, the freaking horror movie that I watched that one on whatever night it was. I think it's Saturday, Saturday night. That better watch out. I talked about it a little bit last week. That movie's fucking wild. That movie's a wild movie. I want to watch uh, Violent Night is getting really good. Yeah, I want to see that. Really good feedback. Yeah. The reviews look bomb. People are loving it. It's one of those like like you know you know what you're getting yourself into going yep. into it. But as long as you go into it with that mindset, it's been paying off. Like the reviews are off the charts. Yeah, no, people are loving it. I definitely want to check it out myself. Have you watched the theatrical trailer for that one? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's it pretty cool. Like it starts off with uh, with Santa in the bar. Like there's a fake Santa, like a guy who works at a you know at a the mall, Santa. mall or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, hey, how long you been doing this? He's like. I started the whole thing. <laughs> as, he's, as he's ripping his whiskey, and then he's, I don't know, it seems like he's defending some family from a home invasion while he happened to be getting, uh, dropping off presents, so. Like, just a likable guy. Yeah. And he, he seems to be a, a reluctant thing. I, I thought it was just he was a badass his whole life, but this is him switching into a badass. Yeah. Taking on a new and, role. Uh, yeah. Laying down the law. Yeah. Looks pretty I, good. Looks pretty I, good. I did see something that he wanted to like turn it into a whole he was interviewed and he, like he wanted to turn it into a whole universe and he wanted it was like Pedro Pascal to be the Easter bunny and then uh <laughs> who did he want as the tooth fairy? Oh fuck. The rock. Hopefully not the rock. Again. No, 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 it wasn't. It was um it's the guy that played Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac. Oh, Oscar no, Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> no. Please no. Just a violent kick ass bunch of fucking uh you know. <laughs> Children's heroes, I guess. I don't even know what they call it. Children's folklore. Children's yeah. folklore. folklore. I mean, they should These be folklore. pretty powerful. If needed, they should be ready for war, you know? That'd be hysterical. Easter. I definitely want to check out that movie, though. Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, going to war. That'd be so funny, man. Imagine <laughs> that. Freaking Pedro Pascal is the Easter Bunny. That'd be fucking hilarious. Just like kicking ass. Whooping people's, <laughs> people's ass. Pedro Pascal. Uh, but like I said, check out the uh, 25 Days of Christmas. If you're looking for something to watch this holiday season, you can't, you know, can't decide. You're looking for something, what movie you want to watch. Maybe go check that out. Give you a little uh, inspiration to maybe check out something new, uh, something you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good ones that I haven't seen too. Because I'm I'm definitely gonna watch uh, Jingle All the Way. I love love me some Arnie. Oh, that's what God! I, never, I love that it. fucking movie. Never seen it. I love Arnold. You never watched that movie. Never seen it. Oh God! I love it? that fucking no, movie. Oh my God, Luke. I almost feel like we should watch it together. Yeah, I, was I almost say, feel like I, you guys should I'm come in, over. I'm we in. should go to your house, and we should all, we should all watch that together. I'm in. I love that fucking movie. Dude, I'm gonna be. So I'm gonna be. Funny, I'm gonna be laughing before things ever like <laughs> even happen, and I apologize. But it's just, oh god, I love that fucking movie. Oh man, I put the cookie down. <laughs> oh man, that movie's so fucking good, dude. 
Right, no, your oh, father's yeah. laid off. <laughs> so, I mean, I should watch that a few times. Hopefully, it's yeah. I'm down to watch it with you if you want. Oh yeah, God, no, we, I, I love that. that. That'd be great. Yeah, hell yeah. Toke up, watch that. It'd be great. We'd have a great time. It'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was there anything else? Uh, the one you were just talking about too, the horror one. Yeah, um, if you're into that, that one's got a good. That one's that what, one's twisty, man. Horror night. Uh, better not. Uh, what was it? Better watch out. Better watch out. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll check that out too. Which, um, like, the you ever seen The Visit? Yes. Uh, that's uh, M. Night, though, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So Kind of like, that same style? The, the, the sister and the brother, like, the two main characters, are both in this. So it's, like, about, uh, like, a, you know, a kid whose his parents are going out for the night. His babysitter is the, the sister from uh, The Visit. Okay. And then his best friend is the brother. Who, like, those two are the main characters. So they're back in it together in this. Okay. Um, there's a couple other people that I recognize too as well. The mom's actually the uh, the girl from 23 with Jim Carrey, a movie that people hate that I love. Perfect, ah, yeah, perfect bad movie. That's one of the first scary movies I ever saw, and I, I loved it. I was oh, I, I was young, that. but I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, some people don't like it. It's it's you know it's got a little cult following though. Yeah, like a lot of Jim Carrey movies, I feel like do. Yeah, it got me extra because it was Jim Carrey too. Like I don't know, he was a serious actor boy. I liked as a kid, and he's never serious, and then. He just starts as a regular guy and starts getting all tripped out. He messed with me when I was little. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good one. one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. It's a little like a little puzzle too, mind bending, like the things we already like. You know what I mean? For sure. So I'm not surprised that you like it. it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's a good one. Definitely check that one out. I, I like I said, I, I only had watched it for the first time last year because it's fairly new. I think it's like 20, like 16 or 18, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had to have been like because the visit's 2015, so it had to have been after that. So it's got to be yeah, either 16 or 18. Uh, but that one's good and like I said I, the twist is freaking very twisty movie it's, it's awesome it's a good time alright so two two bangers ready to go I'm sure there's a couple more on there too but that'll, yeah. that'll get me started yeah yeah no there's a lot there's a lot of new ones on there I try to mix the new ones in towards the like towards the beginning and hit the classics at the end you know what I mean yeah bring well, it home exactly right 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 so I know it's like Spirited's coming up that's what I'm definitely not going to rewatch again because I did watch it already so that one will have to pass but oh well <laughs> yeah uh, from there, let's get into some news topics. Yeah, I got some news. We got some trailers. First things first, just as I was walking in here, my, my girlfriend, as I was literally walking into the studio to get ready to court, she told me that a show that I really loved the first season of, Yellow Jackets, season two, coming March 24th to Showtime. Awesome, awesome, awesome first season. I can't wait for this show to come back. What's the one with uh, Rose, right? From, from uh, Two and a Half Men? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So the show takes place like in two time periods simultaneously. It's about, um, so a girls' soccer team in California, they they win their game and they go into states, like the state championship. But obviously, because it is California, it's a massive state. You can, like, have to travel via plane, you know right. what I'm saying? One of the girls on the team, um, very, like, you know, well off. So the dad literally gets them a private jet for them to fly. You don't have to fly, you know, charter mm-hmm. plane or anything like that. They can yeah. fly themselves. Plane ends up going down, and they have, you know, kind of like a Lord of the Fly situation. Got it. So you follow that timeline Mm -hmm. and then you follow the present day timeline so they're older so like rose is a older version of one of the girls that's on the plane that crashes she like re kind of retelling the story or well from her her they're all kind of retelling the story in a way to be honest there's more but there's like um right away you get tidbits of because they're out there right away they tell you i think they're out there for like it's like 18 months like a year and a half that they're out there for it's a long time god So you know that things are going to get fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just like, you know, Lord of the Flies. Right. And Piggy ends up getting sacrificed. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spoiler alert if you never read Lord of the Flies. 
but fucking it's 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 a good show. It's yeah. really really good. Um, you saw the newest Scream movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl who like now lives in Stu's house. She's related to Jamie Kennedy's character. Black girl, curly yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in yeah. this. She's okay. one of the soccer players too. Got she's it. a good. I think she's going to be a good actress. Yeah, yeah. I think she's. She's I good in that movie too. Yeah, good she was, and she's she's good in this too. Yeah. Um, but if you guys haven't seen that one, that's one you guys should definitely check out. You guys too are watching at home. Showtime, Yellow Jackets. First season was bomb though. I love that Lord of the Flies kind of. Yeah. That shit gets right. me going. There's survival, the, right not there. survival, the fittest, but you know. You gotta, you gotta overcome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Uh, yeah, no, I, I get into that. The Wilds is another one. That one's on Amazon. Same kind of thing. Um, like a, like you know, a modern twist on the Lord of the Flies. It's freaking. It's pretty damn good. That one's got two seasons out, and a third one's coming. Cool. Uh, no release date for that yet, but both of those are damn good. If you want to check out either of those, yeah, I've never seen that. Only really show I've seen like that, uh, like the One Hundred, just kind of like that. I don't know if you know. I watched see, that show. Me and Steph have thought about checking that one out a bunch. We never yeah. have. Is that one good? It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Leah, my girlfriend, had watched it before me, and so we watched it together. And it, I don't know, it gets a little crazy, but it's it's all good, and it's uh it's pretty realistic, especially the first couple seasons. I, at least the first couple seasons, I can definitely recommend. I was just from say, there. From there, it's up to you. It's still still entertaining, but not as good. Yeah, it goes downhill. <clears throat> yeah. Both of those shows, I would say, I think Leah would probably like both of those too. Yeah, Steph loves both of them. I love both of them, but uh, you know, nothing too like too crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're good though. They're they're very very good. Good storytelling and yeah, stuff I'll like check that. Check those out. Yellow Jackets and what? Yellow Jackets and then the the Wilds. That one's on uh, Amazon. All right, but nice. those are both both damn good shows. Uh, the from there, let's go to a movie that we talked about a little bit. I actually watched it, and I haven't even mentioned it on the podcast. That's about how forgettable it is. But Black Adam is projected to lose between fifty and hundred million dollars in its box office run, making Ooh. it a box office flop. Damn! Mm, and the Ro- the Rock came out with a tweet today, like kind of contradicting it, but it was like doesn't seem like a whole lot of validity to it. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I checked with some like financial advisors, and it's actually projected to make this amount." This yeah. it's like, Rock, I love you, bud, but I don't know, man. I mean, it's not just Warner, Warner Brothers is trying to cover their ass too. They came out and they said that to make to break even on the movie, they need to make four hundred million. Insiders are saying it's six hundred million, so that's a huge discrepancy. Yeah, you know right. I mean? That's a big. Gap, so it's man. like, ah, and we know how bad Warner Brothers is tanking right now. So it's just yeah. like you guys are gonna say what kind of movie costs that much? Isn't a crazy budget like two hundred million? Isn't that a ridiculous budget? How's it six hundred? Yeah, but it's not just it's the, like so like the production value of the movie is probably like two hundred million, and then honestly, what costs way more than that is the marketing of the movie. Yeah, to put it out everywhere, globally market it, which they've been promoting this movie now for how fucking yeah long. You know what I mean? This movie first got announced eight years ago. Yeah, COVID fucked it all up. You know, so you go multiple marketing campaigns, COVID setbacks, and like I said, that actually the marketing campaign I think ends up going. I think if I'm not mistaken, again. I think that costs like end up costing more than the actual production of the movie. Ouch! Especially if you're going worldwide and you want to put it, you know, in all European, China, Asia, all over. You know what I mean? Yeah. DC's toast. Stay all over. Probably They're to- I mean, James, James Gunn. Gun- listen, hey. James <laughs> Gunn. James Gunn's like the help me Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope kind of deal. Like they 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 we brought the bat signal out there. No pun intended for DC, but they they brought out the bat signal to try to try to revive it. Is anybody that can do it? It's him. But if anybody can do it, you just yeah. you just nailed it right on the head. If anybody can do it, it's him. No one understands like how to make a superhero movie or show better than James Gunn. Right. Peacemaker, 
Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Galaxy of the Guardians. I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the holiday special was awesome. Yep. He just hits. He constantly, constantly hits. Yep. And I have literally nothing but faith in that guy. I was calling for him. His Suicide Squad was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome, dude. Right. And he did exactly what he did with Guardians. Like, he just took, like, a band of misfit weirdos and, like, made him so lovable. Like, Polka Dot Man was fucking awesome. King yeah. Shark was awesome. They were great. Yep. Peacemaker, like, Peacemaker was probably, like, my least favorite character, actually, in the movie. And then the show made me love him so much. Yeah. Which I think was kind of the point. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, he ends up being they made a, him a douche. made him a douche in Suicide Squad. And then yeah. he's a lot more, like, lovable in the in the series. Yeah. Yep. He was funny in, like, the beginning, like, the very beginning of the movie. Like, that, um... Like the the scene where it's him and Idris Elba, Bloodshot, uh, Bloodsport. And they're yeah. Kind of going through the camp and then just like kind of one up each other. Yeah. Like that part I liked. I thought that was like funny and shit. But even like from there, he kind of already starts going downhill in my opinion. And then the show was, I love yeah. the show. I thought yeah. it was awesome. Blew it away. Yep. It was great. Uh, I have all the faith in the world in James Gunn. But yeah, Black Adam, uh, I checked it out like, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. And it was, it was fine. Like it wasn't bad. It was just, it was fine. But totally forgettable. Just like, the story and then it seems like they were teasing the, the teasing one of those superhero versus superhero things, and like, yeah, Batman versus Superman just put such a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I don't want the next one to be Black Adam versus Superman. Mm. You know, that's mm. I, I, I don't I don't want to see just Civil War is fine. Like, it's just everybody against yeah, yeah, each yeah. other. But like one versus one, like I, I don't I don't want to see a whole movie that's just CGI Superman fighting Black Adam. You no, know? I hear you. I. I don't really know where they're going with this from here. Because to be honest, cause yeah. now that James Gunn's at the head of the table, I feel like like they can almost kind of reset everything and start going a whole new way with all these characters. I think it's, they just announced a spinoff for the like the one of the guys from from uh, yeah no from uh, Black Adam. Oh 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 oh, was it Pierce like Brosnan's doctor? No, like Doctor Fade. No, Hawkman. He, yeah. Oh yeah, man, that stinks. That he kind of stunk. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, he, he kind of stunk. <laughs> he was played it. by um, the guy that plays MC Ren in Straight Outta Compton. He's also uh, right. in um, yeah. that Kevin Bacon show. Uh, what is it? Straight, City on the Hill. Yeah, City yep. on the Hill. I love Kevin Bacon. <laughs> we'll be talking a lot of Kevin Bacon yeah, later on. Kevin maybe. Bacon. Episode. <laughs> I even got my rocking and group freaking sweater on tonight. I'm ready to talk Guardians. Yeah, uh, we got the trailer to talk too. But, um, yeah, no, Black Adam, I, like I said, the story, the, the action scenes had some cool action scenes, which is expected. It's a superhero movie. But the story kind of just, I don't know, was lacking. P.S. Brosman, to me, was uh, by far and away the best part of the movie. Yeah, was, his character um, seems uh, cool. Yeah, he like was. Dr. Fate. Dr. Yeah. Fate, yeah. It's kind of like a Doctor Strange. Like, even not just power-wise and the way he, like, does superhero shit, but, it, like, even he kind of has that swagger and banter to him. His armor is very cool, too. Yeah, he looks very dope. his armor. Yeah, 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 yeah looked dope. The whole movie looked good. I'll say that. Like all the scenes looked pretty fucking pretty cool. It was good, but like I said, almost right after it ended, I kind of was just like, uh, he seems like his character I'll too. That movie in two seconds. From what I've read, it's more of like like multiple people in the DC universe can be Doctor Fate. Oh no shit! Yeah, like, like they. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. even. I think they they had a post credit scene that they scrapped where like they showed somebody else like picking not picking up his suit, but like. Getting ready to like garner his suit at the end of it, hmm. so it seems like there can be multiple characters that can be Doctor Fate, but Black Panther style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But as I just feel like DC's done. I, I I don't know, I don't know how they can come back from where they are. That, that, but going back to what we were saying, if anybody can do it, definitely, definitely too. the guy who's running the helm now. Yep. 
I mean, aren't they working with like the same quality material that Marvel is? Like, it's not like yeah, DC I mean, comics really are worse than Marvel comics. You know? Nah, actually, they were they, most like I said, most of them are first. Yeah, for the most part, it's crazy that they're just so opposite. Yeah, I don't know if it's like the I don't want to say like the child effect, but I think I think Marvel's a, more like I don't know, like family centered is the word. You know what I mean? Like, I think DC's just yeah. a little bit more dark. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Batman can be dark. You think that would help? And, and Batman was one of the first successful. I think they've tried to do that. I don't think. I think that's what I'm saying. Quality. I just it's think just they. Good, yeah, it's just. It's just I don't. Not it's good. not translating. Obviously, no. like every single one, except yeah. for the Batman. Like every single one, the numbers aren't producing. Yeah, those first three Batman movies killed though. They they were the right. best, and there still are some of the best yeah. superhero movies ever. Right? Nolan's. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I like literally almost don't even consider them DC movies, even though they obviously are. But yeah, like, and those are awesome. Like especially the first two. Third one's a little whack, but. Still really, good. I actually like I like two and three a yeah. lot, and one to me oh. is the one that's kind of. Yeah. I like one. I like all three. I like all three. Yeah. I like two and three a lot more than I like one. All right, that's fair. I got like two way up here. Then I mean, two a little way below. Two is like two like, is like if you don't put it in your top three or five favorite movies of all time, then there's <laughs> yeah. something wrong with you. You know what I mean? My like top the, three or five favorite movies of all time. Yeah, well, and that's elite. Man. You can still love that movie without doing that, but it should be in your top. Yeah, 1% top. Point yeah, that's a better way of looking at it, like a percentage. Yeah, yeah 2%, 1%. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, that's that's a great compliment, too. Look at your poster, right? Right between you guys. My, my, brain you is just, my brain's interestingly running through movies right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got the... You got the yeah, poster great Joker right poster there. right there. Yeah. Sure do. No, I love Heath Ledger, man. Obviously. I'm a huge Heath Ledger guy. I um freaking Knight's Tale, hysterical. Ten things I hate about you is a movie I've seen ten billion times, and I still like. I love it. I absolutely oh, love it. Don't tell me, babe. <laughs> oh my god, I, Heath Ledger's the man. R.I.P. in peace. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, Black Adam box office flop. James Gunn now at the head of the, the wheel after too. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, let's see what he can do. We know Peacemaker is getting a second season. I think I think um, Idris Elba's getting a series. I think too. Yep. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be got his hands on that. You know what I mean? So I'm sure that'll be good. Gotta HBO's linking up with them, right? So they that'll yeah. Help. That's what Peacemaker was on. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people love the. Uh, there's a few animated series that they had that I know people love that I haven't checked out. Like I know there's a Harley Quinn animated series that's like on you know three or four seasons now, hmm. and people like fucking like love it. Say it's like one yeah. of the best things that DC cool. has, basically. Some of the Batman cool. stuff they did animated, besides like the Nolan trilogy, are fucking some of the best Batman stuff ever. Like the the Long Halloween is one that's an oh, awesome yeah. fucking yeah, yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. They get it a lot more darker with it, with like the Joker and stuff. Yeah, than what they have been doing in the the movies. So yeah, their their animated stuff is really good. Yeah. Um, from there, let's talk a couple trailers. I got like three or four trailers. Like I said, first up, we got a Transformers trailer this week. Transformers Rise of the Beasts coming June 9th, 2023 to theaters. Going to be a loaded June at the box office this year. We got Transformers. We got Into the Spider-Verse. We got uh, Indiana Jones. There's a, there's a couple of others, too, that are in there. It's going to be a big big June for 2023. But uh, right away, I was kind of my first thought was, why? why? Who's asking for another Transformers? Yeah, yeah not me. No. I hate to say it, but yeah. not me. I'm over it. Like right away I was kinda like let's let this thing let's let this thing die for, you know, <laughs> ten a generation. 10, 15 <laughs> right. years. Yeah. A generation. We'll come back and revisit it in twenty thirty. Yep. 
and we'll start anew. Yep. But apparently we're diving back in. I don't even know what this... I think this is like six or seven at this point. Six. I think six. Yeah, I mean, throw a spinoff in there three. too, right? There's been a bunch, throw yeah. Bumblebee the in there too. For this, one was duh. five, I think. If you had the Bumblebee, yeah, Bumblebee. It's true, yeah. This is either six or seven. It's too much. It is, it is. Uh, this one takes place like a little bit of a prequel to the Shia LaBeouf one. This one takes place apparently in the 1990s. And we see that... There's a bunch of basically animal transformers. We got, you know, hawks. We got a King Kong-looking guy, a gorilla. We got a rhinoceros. And um, they're called, like, the... What is it? I wrote it down. The Maximals and the Predacons. Cool names. I'll give sure. That, yeah, sure. Into it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to kind of just join this this battle between the Autobots and the Decepticons that's, you know, ran forever, basically, here on Earth. But it seems like, you know, they were, I don't know, awoken or came out of hiding. You know, typical storyline kind of thing. And the they're, on, they're on Earth, too? Yeah, they're already here on Earth. Like I said, oh, wow. the, the, if you didn't see the trailer, that was that was one I didn't mention to you guys, but it was one I just checked out and I thought I'd mention because obviously it's a huge... Do they have Linkin Park playing in the background, too? They did not. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I will say one thing about it. They had Juicy. It was a, it's a Juicy <laughs> remix. It's Notorious B.I.G. It was all a dream. And it's like all remixed over in the background. It actually was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. They, they did, hit the music. They dished out some money for some new guys, too. Pete Davidson's in it. Pete Davidson um, is in it. I did see that. Sebastian Maniscalco, he's a comedian that's kind of blowing up. I don't have no idea what the fuck the his role is, familiar. but he's in it. Is he in Netflix? Like, yeah, he's is a Netflix. Like, Italian dude. Like, you know, but he's actually hilarious. Okay. Wicked name sounds funny. familiar. But, like, yeah, they dished out some more money for some guys in it. And, but it's just, it's, i got to be honest, Transformers never done anything for me. It's, just, it's never really been my thing. I, I don't know yeah. why. I just I can't. The first one was great. The first one, the first two. Yeah. The, the third one, I actually went and drove. Um, we were in Philly at the time. Uh, we were on a road trip with my parents, me, Odette, and Dylan. And we were on a road trip to see this like Philly Red Sox series. And we were staying yep. in Philly. We drove an hour uh, for the midnight showing. We drove to the King Prussian Mall from where we were staying, me, Ryan, and Dylan. And we were like 18 at the time. My mom was fucking like, you gotta drive an hour. You just got your license. And my like, dude, it's fine. Driving's driving. I was like, real man, my guy. <laughs> dude, we drove to the King Prussia Mall, which, you know, famous kind of mall for being so huge and stuff. We drove to the theater, which is right next to us. Like, Holy shit, dude. This, dude, I've never seen so many people at a theater. This place was fucking massive. And we're talking like sold out to the night. Luke, I'm not even joking, bro. Bigger there was... Know. There was 50-plus yellow Camaros with the black stripe and, like, the fake oh, wow. That's cool. Easily. Sick. Easily 50-plus. It was crazy. Yeah. You see the first one, and you're like, whoa, this is fucking, oh, my God, that's crazy. And then it's like, holy shit. It's like two, three, and it's like, you start looking around, and you're like, holy shit, there's fucking 50 of these things in this parking lot. They were everywhere. It was crazy. All these rich, spoiled kids who grew up yeah. and, and bought their fucking yellow, <laughs> yeah. yellow Camaro. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah, hey, it was nuts. I mean, like, that's a $50,000 crazy toy that's not the worst thing in the world for real but for real good for them yeah when, when I was young I had a lot more energy I could never imagine driving an hour now for a midnight showing at Transformers that sounds awful that sounds like a damn punishment <laughs> like, that sounds awful you're like, 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 you know, like 4 in the morning by the time I get the movie gets out I'm like it's gonna end at like 3 <laughs> then it releases a tough nowadays the last one I went to if you would've went to the midnight showing of it you would've fucking puked what was it Star Wars Batman right? oh my god <laughs> dude I would've been asleep at 12 29. <laughs> Give a take. 1229. Yeah. I would have been just just snoozing. Oh my god. You went to the midnight showing of that? Sure did. What time did that get out? Like 8 a.m.? <laughs> no, like, I don't know, 2 30 or something. Still fucking I was, fine. I was ready to go back the next day and watch it. Insanity. Insanity. 
Um, but like, actually, it's funny you mentioned the music. The music was good. The trailer, the action sequences look like they're going to be good. The story looks like it's going to be just lame as shit. But I guess it's a Transformers <laughs> movie. So. Uh, that's Michael Bay for. Yeah, that too. Yeah, the story is lame as shit, but the special effects are are awesome. So yeah, yeah. the end sequence looks sick. I mean, you get a full blown the very end sequence of the trailer. You get this full blown like just army, you know, civil war kind of standoff, just charging full blown at yeah. one another. You know what I mean? Fucking, it looks like a couple of these animals are on both sides, kind of thing. So it looks pretty cool because it's like an eagle on one side and then. Some other kind of big bird. I don't even know what the fucking... It's obviously not like a pterodactyl, but... I don't know. Some other big-ass bird that they were able yeah. to turn into a transformer for this deck. You know, a hawk or some kind of shit. Right. Souped-up hawk. Well, aerial. Aerial attack. Yeah. <laughs> but they were, like, flying into one another and shit, and then you have all the other guys on the ground. It looked... I don't know. Something that I don't think I'll go see in theaters, that's for sure, but something that, once it comes to streaming, I'll check yeah. it out. I'll say theaters might be the best way to go. Just rip some popcorn and just... You Maybe. Know, you get the full... Sound of you know sound effects yeah, and yeah. things like that. It's true. It's true. I don't have a bad setup. I, I make it rip in that TV room. Yeah, I make true. it rip in that TV room. Um, next trailer, another one that I didn't necessarily tell you guys to check out, but I decided to just to just to check it out myself because it came out this week was the season two Bad Batch trailer. Did either of you guys check out the Bad Batch? I saw the first like six or seven episodes. Oh wow, you got way farther than I did. It was yeah. good, yeah. but I I wasn't invested enough to continue. But okay, but it was good. It seems like it was a little more meant for like teenagers. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Not not too bad, but not for adults especially. Yeah, Clone Wars is the same vibe. Yeah, I haven't watched Clone Wars or uh, Rebels. Rebels, yeah. I haven't watched but Rebels. I need to just for the story. I know it's the same quality of story. But it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. I gotta dive back in. It's been a while. I took a little hiatus from Clone Wars. I gotta dive back into that. Um, but this second trailer. Right away, as soon as it, like, it ended, I was like, ah, you know what? I, I'm going to give Bad Batch season one another shot. I was like, yeah, this looks pretty fucking in. cool. Yeah. Got to get back in. Fucking two takeaways. Number one, fucking four sensitive Wookiee. I was like, oh, shit. As a fucking <laughs> Wookiee's like in a standoff. So, yeah, right, dude. A fucking Wookiee's in a standoff. He's got like two clone troopers kind of like holding them at gunpoint kind of thing. You know, like, hands up. And all of a sudden, it goes to like a fucking, like a, um, like a lightsaber on a desk, basically. And you just kind of, and fucking... Force pulls the guy. There it is. There like, it yeah. is. My guy. I can't do it. There it is. There it is. Okay, good job, buddy. And uh, fucking, you know, pulls the lightsaber right out. Like, oh my god, force sensitive Wookie. That's awesome. Like that's fucking dope. Probably beats anything that happened out of the last trilogy, right there. That yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That, that tops anything that's happened in the last trilogy. Right? That's what I like, though. I like that new kind of shit. It's, I feel like that's kind of the like the Baby Yoda alley. Like I, all right, I love that concept. And just like, oh wow, like a little little. Baby Master Yoda. Like, I love this. This is awesome. That right. feels like the same kind of thing to yeah. me. Like, a fucking Jedi Wookiee? That sounds sick. Like, yeah. That sounds wicked cool. Yeah. Sign Just me the, the fuck up. force behind that lightsaber. Nah. Imagine that swinging <laughs> right. that thing. Imagine yeah. Chewbacca swinging a lightsaber. True. Reckless. My God, man. Reckless. He's, yeah. Don't want to be too power. We've seen that kind of shit on battlefields before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like, you want to be almost like the mountains. Still swift with your right. power. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the other thing, which, this was me being a little bit of an asshole, but I'm not going to lie. Also in the trailer, we just got a nice quick pan into <laughs> to the emperor for like a quick like one second of the emperor just like on his throne. He like looks up and I was just like, more emperor than we got in Amador. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> right. Of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Instantly. <laughs> had to throw the, it's a dumb, but you just still had to throw the little, <laughs> little jab into the ribs. Yeah. Right fair, fair point though. Fair point. I was like, yeah. It, it, honestly, the trailer got my juices going a little bit, even though it was animated and all that. I was like, all right, this seems like uh, this seems like a Star Wars show. Like, relevant. It seems relevant. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's the main issue. One of the main issues for Andor is that it's all leading towards something that we already know works out well. Yeah. Just like it's not totally relevant because it's ultimately going to work out fine. Death Star's coming. <laughs> yeah. Got it. And we know he's going to die. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Right. It's like, I don't know. It's all. Yeah, it's true. It's not going to work out well for him. Yeah. But, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it just it lowers the stakes because, you know, it's good overall and what, mm-hmm. the, what some fine details are. But they're, they're, that's why they're working so much on the other characters, too. Yeah. Trying but, uh, to, at least. What was it? Trying to, at least. Yeah. yeah. But even then, we go back to what we were saying. You know, Luthen's not in A New Hope. True. Yeah. You know, Forrest yeah. Whitaker. Or they, Rogue One. Yeah, they're, they're not in that. So, so like, you, you know their fate a little Bix, bit. Bix, yeah. Yeah, unless, yeah, a couple of those, you never know, too, like, a couple of those people, like, Bibibibix could, for instance, like, just be, like, too kind of messed up to even, like, keep fighting, could just be sent off to some planet, who knows, you know? Yeah, Luthen could go into, I don't know, exile or something like that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Shit like that, you never know. Especially if they want to expand the universe, they can take those characters and, like, get them away and start new tales, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Sergeant Moss has got to be, like, on Hoth. I feel like Sergeant... (laughs) I feel like Sergeant Moth would be, like, on the the Battle of Hoth. I love (laughs) it. That'd be fucking great. We'll stick his ass in the cold for a little bit. He's a guy I hope that we see more of in season two. I liked him. He had at least some comedic appeal to him. He got me going a little bit. He was funny. Just his general accent. Musk. Musk. He's a good man. Sir! He's a real pro, too. Real pro. Takes his job seriously. Executes it perfectly. Professional. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bad Batch 2. That's coming to Disney Plus January 4th. So that's right around the corner. That's uh, just barely under a month away. Yeah. It's coming out of nowhere. So do you remember how many? It was like, what, 12 episodes, I think, right? Was it 12? I think it was. I think it was something. Because it was one of those that I was like, was I was like, lot. really? Like 12 yeah. episodes? And I think my, that's probably why I bailed after like two or three. Yeah. I was like, really? Like that much? Like, ugh. I watched the pilot and then I never, I never continued after that. I only watched the pilot, which I didn't dislike the pilot, but it was just right. like I don't know. I just, I don't know. There was some other things on or something like that. I can't exactly remember. But says sixteen episodes actually. Sixteen <laughs> episodes. Season one was yeah. Yokes. Uh, no word on season two, but yeah, January Yikes. January fourth it says. Yeah, it's coming quick. Yeah, obviously a lot cheaper to make animation, so you can make episodes, pop them out. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, from there, let's get into the stuff that I obviously did tell you guys to check out because these are the goodies, the good stuff. Let's start with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy yes. 3 dropped their first official trailer coming May 5th, 2023. And as soon as this trailer dropped, I w- the first thing I did was I watched it. My cousin was actually the one that sent it to me, Johnny, who yeah. I want to get on this podcast at some point because he sends me shit like crazy, man, whether it's rumors or... Just funny shit, Marvel related. He's always on it. He sent me this trailer, and as soon as like it was minutes after it came out, uh, and I dove in, and as soon as it ended, I just started. I started sending it around to you, to yeah. Luke, to Steph, to everybody, and I was like, "This fucking looks Let's incredible." Go. Yeah, like, this looked awesome. Yeah, it looked emotional. It did. Like um, the fucking. Uh, this is back to back trailers that they've done too. I've not stopped listening to the song that's in that trailer yep. since I saw it. So uh, what in the me- I think in the meantime, in the meantime, Space Hog. I have not stopped listening to that song since it came out. Yep. And uh, yeah, it looks very, very emotional. I was reading into a little bit more about like the backstory of it. Um, I'm sure we'll get into it, but like the I think the elephant in the room is that it looks like it's not good for Rocket Raccoon, which would doesn't look good for a couple people, which would tear my heart apart. <laughs> which would make me, like I said, like that would upset me very much yep. to see Rocket Raccoon not make it. Yep. I think he could be okay. It's it's kind of so it's too obvious, I'm right? Fifty on. I think those uh those like shots where it looks like he's like on his back struggling kind of thing. I'm th- maybe that's like when he escaped 
Flashbacks? Yeah. Yeah, let's look at that too. Because there's also a shot of him as a baby. Yep. Right. Baby so, raccoon. Yeah, it seems like it's, it's almost like his origin story. Like it's yeah. A, this one's so, about the, him so I was reading into it, and like the the main guy, not uh, Adam Warlock, the the high evolutionary. The high evolutionary I kept, was gonna say Grand Inquisitor. I kept telling myself on the way here, it's the high evolutionary, not the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. But he makes this. His idea is to make this planet like this perfect planet of a combination of animals and humans. Yeah. yeah. Which is in the beginning, you know, the original, like the first scene when. Like the kid that kind of looks like an animal yeah, throws the, a dodgeball at, at Drax's yeah, 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 yeah. head. It starts off very funny right. before it gets sad. So like that's his planet. So obviously he was testing on animals and humans to make this combination of a perfect society. Oh, no shit. Okay. So I think that's what ties into to Rocket Raccoon storyline. That's interesting. Yeah, I was, and, um, I was researching that too. That's all. That's yeah, all that I got so that here. that that's his thing. Like it's literally Earth. Like it's on the the oh, op- literally. It looked like Earth. It looked like kind of like a it kind of looked like Utopia. Earth. Yeah, almost. Yeah, it looked, yeah. like a utopian um, Earth. Yep. It's called Half World. Okay. Yep. So that I think that's what ties into to his storyline. Their species is called New Men, and yeah, apparently it's this guy. It's uh, uh, I researched it, but this guy Herbert Wyndham. Yeah, is the black guy in the uh, he was in, in Peacemaker? Chikuri Iwuji. Yeah, he's in Peacemaker. Yeah, he's in he's in Peacemaker. Yeah, and he's some kind of like geneticist. Um, he's basically like a god to this planet, right? Like, like right. that's what a lot of people consider yeah, God like to be is like this. the person who created us. And yeah, he, yeah, he genetically modified all these people or right. genetically created them. And that's what one of those cut scenes is. Is seems like Rocket getting picked up from his cradle or whatever. Right. He was first yeah. Created. Yeah. Or maybe when he was just a baby raccoon and then. Changed from there. We don't really know how we. This guy does this. They even show there's a quick scene too where he's clearly testing us. It's the one where the the person literally looks like they're running on a hamster wheel. Right. Like it's like right, a quick right, one, yeah, but yeah, like it clearly true. shows. He's like he's he's testing. I don't know if it started with animals, but he wanted them to be humans, so that's where Rocket Raccoon kind of came in the differentiated. Yeah. Um, that's what it seems like. But going like going back to him, so I was looking, I was thinking like he's kind of too obvious. The trailer made it too obvious for him to die. But I was looking at, I think it was today even, was the anniversary of the first trailer for Endgame came out. And the trailer for Endgame starts with Tony Stark leaving this like ominous message in his helmet yeah, yeah, to yeah, Pepper yeah. Potts. Yep. And obviously, right? And obviously, like, and obviously, like, we know we know what happens to him in Endgame. So it's like they're not afraid to kind of make it obvious that the person in the trailer it might not end up well for them. So I don't know if that was kind of a tie-in where like. I'd still say it's a possibility, despite it being too obvious. Drax is the one for me. Drax that, is done, right? Just be, his is more of like off-screen stuff that I think they got to implement because, like Dave Bautista said, that he's, he's done, done with the MCU. Yeah, he's done. Like, and there's also a scene. He's one of the guys in the trailer. He there's a scene where he's getting carried by. I think it's Mantis, and it might be Mantis and Nebula, maybe. But he's kind of got an armor reach. Clearly, like a wound, huge, like some kind of a gas, a shot, yeah. a stabbing of some sort. It's like yeah. obviously next to his heart. Right, it's in this chest. Over yeah, there. I mean, clearly there's a scene where where Peter uh, Peter Quill is fucking crying, Mantis is crying. So like somebody somebody goes. Right. I, I don't know who. Like they show they. I think it's the table. They show like the drip of blood on the uh, on like it looks like an operating table yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. and then it shows Peter Quill. Like that's when he's like crying, and then Mantis is crying. So somebody goes, but it's uh, it's funny to me that like I was going into this thinking like the biggest storyline I had was like what how do they get Gamora back? Mm-hmm. And Gamora's like the bottom of the list oh, of yeah. priorities for me after this trailer. No, that was oh my God. we got the uh, the first shots of um, was it there? Will Poulter from With the Millers. We saw him as Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock looks fucking sick. Yeah, there's a lot to worry about. Yeah, he uh, reading more about him, he becomes kind of like a 
like that anti-hero anti-hero role where he yeah. beca- he's a bad guy at first and then he eventually can not become bit. a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's the route. I think that- I read that too. So uh, like like I said more with <laughs> from number 1 to like literally number like 7 or 8 on the list of things for me after watching this trailer. Yeah, I no. can't wait for this fucking movie. I can't wait either. May 5th can't come soon enough. Um one of the other things I took away was we got but this was this was big for me for a couple of reasons. But I love Rocket. Rocket and Groot are now that Captain America is well, Steve I'm saying Steve Rogers Captain America. Yeah. I do actually love Anthony Mackie as Captain America. I'm, right. I'm all good with that. But Steve Rogers was like Steve Rogers was my guy. Like that was that was yeah. that was my dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh and now that he's kinda of hung up the mantle, Rocket and Groot, those are like those are my guys. Like I talked about I got a Groot in every single house. I got like five Groots on my Christmas tree. I love him. I can't get enough yeah. of him. I, I love Bradley Cooper. Yeah. So that's another little big plus. And we see, you know, a lot of Rocket in this trailer. We know it's going to be a big movie for him. We're going to be learning a lot of his backstory. And we see this sea otter, and they're doing this hugging. So obviously, mm-hmm. I do a quick little Google search. I'm like, all right, you know, cool. He's going to, in the comics, he's got a relationship mm-hmm. with a, an otter who's just like him. You know, enhanced. Probably the like, same testing or whatever. Thing, yeah. Right? And they got a relationship. So then I, I, you know, back out of the first thing, out of my, you know, like my uh, my information database now. So now I go into the, now I'm looking for research and kind of the movie. And I see Lady Gaga rumored to be Ada in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> no, I, know, so. I heard that. Let's go, baby. Get wow. the band back together. We got my girl. We got my boy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Get it going. Mm. They're, and they're a little Gunn. bad for each other in that one, though. You know? Oh, they were uh, smoking hot for each other. <laughs> Freaking caused Bradley Cooper and his wife to separate. They actually just got back together. Yeah, that thing at the uh, the Grammys or the Oscars or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, I was trying to tell the Steph. I was like, Steph, I was like, look at this, look at this fucking. Do you think yeah. this is acting? I was like, this is acting. Yeah, we're no. the two best actors of all no. fucking time. The <laughs> eyes, all the awards. The eyes, Chico. They never lie. Yeah, no shit, man. I was like, they are fucking. They're in for each other. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Horned. Uh, so I was very excited to hear that. And James Gunn, I follow. He's one of my favorite Twitter followers because he's very interactive with the fans. Um, he loves to like almost clown on like fake reports like he'll see something you know some kind of you know like rumor like that he'll retweet it and he'll make make a joke about it basically yeah. shutting it down right away this is one I, I quickly went and you know did a little research on no no denial or anything like that so I'm like oh baby there's hope so you're telling me there's a chance exactly yeah. <laughs> oh man I fucking love the Star Wars one that's a movie that I don't think we've talked about on this podcast yet but that's a good one yeah. oh man I I loved a Star Wars one <laughs> I loved it I've seen that movie friggin' like six or seven times already, and then I've seen it another two or three times, but only the happy parts. Yeah, I was gonna say, I I thought the first half was like one of the best movies of all time, and then it just let me down because it was was not sad. I was not happy. Oh, Oh, it gets so sad. That fucking slimeball manager, dude, I want to just fucking wring his neck and smash his fucking head (laughs) off the table. Dude, you ruined the great thing. Yeah. You and your dance videos and your hand <laughs> eye. Dance fucking, videos. <laughs> Sounds like Peter Griffin. <laughs> you and your dance videos. Oh, uh, what's that fucking thing from the. Uh, you know what you. What do you want, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah, what do you cool. want? Yeah. I tell you what you want. You want nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um. But I think we touched on pretty much everything as far as the Guardians trailer goes. Yeah. Like we said Star Wars. I love happy, the. Sad, I got a great music. A lot of rocket. Yeah. The end scene had to, I don't know if it was one of the end scenes, but when uh they show like the it's like root and clearly has like more than two oh, fucking so arms. We are and group. Peter Quill is is like shooting around a bit. It reminded me a lot of the original Avengers where they go to that final scene where 
You know what I mean? Like Thor, they show Thor, and then oh uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they do that circle. Yep. It rem- reminded me a lot of that too. Oh man, honestly, I don't know if they were intentionally doing. that. I couldn't believe that they used that in the trailer because they dropped the We Are Groot line. He did it just like his dad. Yeah, right away, it started getting me emotional. I was like, oh man, I'm right back in that this... little ball again, and I'm like, we're plumbing mm-hmm. into Earth. This could just... be an emotional one. Groot, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh my god. Better not die. Come on. Now. Nah, Swole Groot. I don't know. There's a couple yeah. people that <laughs> even the just like so saying it's Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I have a feeling that there's a couple characters that are going to stick around. It's like him and Rocket, maybe Mantis. Yeah. I think Peter's done. I think uh, I think Drax is definitely, definitely done. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised if Gamora's done. Nebula's another one that I could see stick around. Yeah. It'd be very kind of poetic for to get Gamora back and then Peter Quill. So, no, you know what I mean? Like, sunset? That'd be kind of heartbreaking or, you know, something happens to him. Oh, all right. Yeah, that'd be bad. Because Gamora clearly knows something's up. Like, one of the scenes, too, is her holding, she has, like, a Polaroid of oh, yeah. that she's looking at. So yep. There's definitely a part of her that knows that, like, she had this past with with the uh, the other Guardians. She's just not, I don't think, like, emotionally attached to Peter Quill anymore. Not now. Right, not now, right. We're going to see the TVA? Ooh, good question. Uh, it is rumored, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it has to come in at some point. It's like... Gamora's not what she's supposed to be. Hmm. I forget where Owen Wilson's oh, character rumored to be. Because everything that they said, everything that happened in Endgame was supposed to happen. So maybe that means that Gamora is actually where she is supposed to be then. It's true. Oh, yeah, actually. So maybe, yeah, no, that actually might be clear to you. Morbius is rumored to be yeah. somewhere. I forget where the fuck I saw. TBA? Yeah, but it's getting yeah, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. now with it. I've seen so many rumors of people that, like, I don't even know what's real and what's fake anymore. Yeah, it seems like a lot of them are fake. Like the one I saw the other day was like the original Fantastic Four cast, and I was like, "That's not like you know." I'm, I'm not no, buying that. Like in a quick little uh, like end, almost like end credit, like the last one was, kind right? Of thing, you know what I mean, something like that. Like from uh, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, Wolverine. Um, Logan, no, Deadpool two. You know, right? Like yeah, when he's going through the time travel. Yeah. yeah, something like that. You're welcome, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot some <somebody. laughs> That's a great scene. Um, I can't wait for Deadpool three. I mean, that's gonna be fucking yeah. Wild. The next it's gonna be a wild event. Yeah, the first two I'm, I'm absolutely pumped for. Uh, like Ant Man two, I can't wait Ant-Man's for. Good. Kang looks fucking awesome. Yep. I can't wait for him to be the main villain. Yeah, I think he's gonna be awesome. He looks so fucking especially good. because we're gonna see all these different variations of him. So he's gonna almost yeah. constantly be playing almost like a different guy in a way. Yeah, different personality. Kind of. Right. Like I said too, this is three trailers in a row that the the music has just been. Awesome. So you got like Ant Man. They did uh, Yellow Brick Elton Road. John, yep. Yeah, and then fucking uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther the No Woman No And then this remix. one too. I I've literally like I said I've not stopped listening to that song since this trailer's come out. Yeah, looks very good. James Gunn always kills the music. Always. Yeah. That's like that's that's like his tidbit, man. Yeah. He just kills music. He even creates his own, and it's good. The fucking Peacemaker theme song. Yep. How many, how many times do you fucking do you listen to that? Uh, you not the, watching Guardians of the Galaxy's got two uh, two songs. I think that he made it like that. Him and he wrote with the was it the old ninety the old ninety sevens classic yeah old, yeah old ninety sevens because they're in the they're in the Christmas special too. yeah that's what it is yeah, yeah. They go. wrote two songs with them and friggin' bang I love yep. them both. Uh, but like we said, May fifth, the movie can't come soon enough. I'm very excited yeah, for Ant Man, but I'm sad to see James Gunn go. I'm sad this, that this is the last Guardians movie, but at the same time, I am just so excited for this movie because it yeah. looks like it's and you, be you know they love him too. The fact that he they fired him and like there was basically a revolt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Batista was out and everybody was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, fucking Peter Quill was out. They were all out. They were all. They were all back. The, the director. Yep. Which you love to see. James Gunn's the man. He, the guy's hysterical. He's he just knows how to make superhero movies. Like I said, fucking Suicide Squad was incredible. Suicide Squad and Peacemaker were both awesome. They're just such a good, just a good time. Which to me is what like superhero movies should be. Unless it's in the story of itself that it needs to be a more like, you know, like say like Black Panther 2. The story. Yeah. Emotional fit, but for emotional. other for other reasons, yeah. Right. Exactly. And that's why DCU's failing. Yeah. It's not it's not the same not the same theme. No. It's like these movies are supposed to be fun. Like you yeah. know what I mean? But I mean like it dark, but seems like, like phase five phase five could make a turn for being dark, but not you know, I guess in a different way. But yeah, you know that there's still gonna be like the little jokes and stuff yeah. quipped in and right. stuff. They always like there's always lightness in it. You know what I mean? You can't like you can't just go dark for dark sake with no like purpose to it. Right. Which I feel like is what they do. Like there's gotta yeah, be a right, reason yeah. to go dark. There's yeah. gotta be a reason for everything. You know what I mean? That's what makes a good story. Can't just do it just to just because you want to do it. Like we want to be the edgy guys. It's like it doesn't it doesn't just work to, that yeah. way. The, the, again, shit. the formula is right in front of you. No shit. Stop reinventing the wheel. And it's been so long at this point where it's like you guys should have caught on. It's like yeah, clearly what you're doing is not working. Yeah. That's why they brought in James Gunn. So uh, let's get into our last trailer, a show that I have already talked about a lot on this show. I am very excited for it. Coming to HBO January fifteenth, we got our first look, the first official trailer of The Last of Us. Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, both known famous from their little stints on Game of Thrones, the Red Viper, and the little bear of uh, what was it the little bear of Mormon. little Mormon Bear Island. I want to fight. There's Jesus. only one, <laughs> one of the North, and his name is Stark. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the King of the North. The King of the North. Uh, coming from the creator who did the Chernobyl series, which I don't know if either of you guys checked that out on HBO, uh, Craig Mazin. That Chernobyl series was awesome. That was very good. That's another one awesome. I got to... It's on the rewatch list. Yeah. I want to rewatch it too, I'll throw actually. that one back on. That was an awesome series. And then I've already mentioned that, I think, on a previous episode, but Neil Druckmann, who was the guy who actually created and wrote the game itself, is like the co-executive producer, and he also helped co-write a lot of the episodes. And there is a, a background, there's a history, a track record for video games being turned into, whether it be movies or TV shows, and it's not very good. They've, a lot of them have struggled. So you mix that with this being one of my... Like I've, I've mentioned, it's not one of my just my favorite video games of all time. It's one of my favorite pieces of like storytelling of all mm. time, whether it's any show, movie, book, video game, whatever it is. So I want to be super excited for it, but that track record of failure keeps me a little hesitant. And then I saw this trailer, and I was like, <laughs> "Fucking let's go, man!" I was like, "That's all." Like, it, Every time I take them out, I put them right back in. (laughs) I am full systems go. Like, I cannot wait for this show. I keep telling Steph it's going to be, like, the best thing she's ever seen in her life. They totally, I feel like this trailer totally encompassed and, and grabbed the vibe of the game, which is you have this constant dread and just helplessness which is comes from pedro pascal's character joel because he's now lived in this world for it's like i don't know what they're gonna do in the show but it's like you know 10 say 10 12 years mm-hmm. so he knows he knows the shit of it you know what yeah. I mean? he's seen the worst of it right he was there on fucking on on d-day yeah and he's been through all yeah. of it now and it's not like a world war z thing where like it's it starts and then right it, you just go right into it like right. it's longevity so, and then you mix his his knowingness, and that's why he's got this dreary out. So you have that, that Dr. Pressing vibe, and you mix it with Bella Ramsey's character, who's going to be Ellie, who has that, 
that child-like sense of hope still. Yeah. Like maybe not everyone's as bad as we think they are. Maybe yeah. things aren't as bad as they seem. Maybe we yeah. can solve these things. And in like a lot of stories, you see that these two characters are going to both rub off on one another. You know what I mean? Yep. He's so rugged and so just cut off from the world. He's going to get a little bit softer. She's got, like I said, that childlike sense to her. She hasn't really seen the world because she's lived in one of the quarantine zones her entire life. Yep. This is her first time like outside of the walls. Yep. So she's going to start to see what the real world's like. So she's going to get you know tougher, harder. She's going to see that the world's not all fucking rainbows and sunshine. Right. But I feel like they, they perfectly encompassed that in this trailer. They showed that the click is, they showed a bloater at the end, which a bloater is basically like uh, when you're like a zombie, they call it. So the zombies are clickers in this. Basically, once you like, um, you, you know, once you've eaten so much and you've lived for so long, you basically start to, you know, mutate. Mm. And you become like basically like, uh, they call them a bloater, but it's just like a huge fucking souped up version. They're fucking fat and they can like fucking throw shit that's like acne and shit. Are they based off of like sound too? Yeah, that's what I get the vibe. No of. eyes, so everything yeah, about so it's them. like the what the fuck was that John Krasinski movie? Quiet place, quiet place. Yep. Yeah, like same thing Definitely where you don't want be a lot of that. You don't want to make any noise and shit Creeping like that. Through areas and you're gonna yeah. hear that sound like yeah, sound shit. Right. There's gonna be a lot of that, which they get that in the trailer too. I think I love Pedro Pascal and I'm super excited for what he's gonna do with Joel. But even in the trailer, Bella Ramsey's the one that's got me more excited because I feel like she's in the trailer already. They're nailing how Ellie's character is. I feel yeah. like I feel like she's nailing it. Yep. And I, I'm very, very excited for this show. I can't wait. I think that's going to be the cool. next show that we're recapping. I, I, I can't wait for it. Yeah. And then you got to figure too, I'm looking at the timeline just for like Pedro Pascal timeline. So this comes out on the 15th of January, right? Yep. So you figure even if it has six episodes. It's nine. So this is rolling into March and March 1st. I think March 1st is when the Mandalorian starts. <laughs> yeah. So he like is Pedro. literally just, he's yeah. literally just rolling right into the end of this show into the fucking Mandalorian. Right in the Pedro. Yeah. I'm him. I'm just kicked back like this. Just, ah, just like watching. He's like, yeah, this is my fucking time to shine. So that's going to be a fucking great time for him. Yeah, no doubt. He's great. He deserves it. He sure does. He's the man. I can't wait to see him as Joel because let me tell you, man, Joel is a... Fucking, he's a hard motherfucker, dude. He, like I said, he's experienced a lot of shit to survive this long in this world. It's taken. He's it's not necessarily grizzled. a good. You know, honestly, we've talked about a lot with Andor. Uh, you know, the rebellion has to get their hands dirty too. Just because he's the quote unquote good guy, he hasn't gotten this far along in this world by doing the good thing. You His hands I mean? are dirty. Yeah, yeah, very dirty. Reluctant hero. A lot of yeah, a lot of blood on him. So I want to see how Pedro Pascal encompasses that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've never played the game, but I've heard from so many people how like kind of life changing it is. It's like one of the best games a lot of people have ever played. It's awesome, and I think it's like shot as one continuous shot too, right? It's like a oh, I don't know, it could be. Uh, I have no sure idea. Did in the filming and um, just in the video game, I think it is. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I get you. Like a uh, kind of God of War style. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think? Are there are there enough sub characters where they can kind of hop around, or is it like what what Luke was saying, where it's pretty much centered around them? And no, it's that's gonna be hard probably going to be the one jump shot, around. Right? Yeah, it's going to be hard for them to jump around too much. Um, because yeah, no, it's really just their story that you're going to be focusing in on the whole time, unless they introduce some kind of a new character. But everything I've even seen in the casting, everything seems like. It's on point. Right to yeah. the show. Yeah. And Neil Druckmann himself came out and he said that this is going to be the most like on par to its actual predecessor, like as far as scene by scene, 
nice. to, uh, yeah. video game to screen. So I think that'll be interesting too. That it's literally going to be a, a whole. How many TV shows do you get where it's just the same like like you were saying like just one shot continual thing? Yeah, like this, that's going to be completely different too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see uh, Nick Offerman's in it. He's going to play a character named Bill, who kind of. Uh, he kind of just set up in his little this little town, kind of like a little suburban town. Everybody else left, but he laid it long enough now where he was kind of it seemed like he was able to like kind of like come back now that everybody else is gone, and just he was able to kind of take care of some clickers, set up enough traps, and now it's kind of like his town by himself. The fuck was uh, Tim Robbins' character in fucking? Uh, oh God, the Tom Cruise movie. Oh uh, shit! War of the World. Well, yes, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. Tim Robbins' character, like just bunkered in, and well, just yes. like. Yeah, actually, yes, very much yeah. so. He's got a bunch of like these creative traps set up and stuff like that around the town to keep himself uh, pinned in and mm-hmm. you know able to wander around a couple of streets without worrying about anything. But I'm in, I'm looking forward to seeing his character. I'm looking forward. I, I can't wait for the show. I really can't. The only honestly, my big my only problem with the trailer. This like you guys both watched this trailer, right? Yep. My yes. only problem with it was that I thought that it 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 gave away a little like too much information. Yeah, I think it's let's. Let's dial it down a little bit right yeah. now. Yeah. It gave away, like, I feel like a huge part of what the story is in the trailer. I was just like, yo, that that shouldn't have been yeah. just pushed out into the open. Like, but that it might have been kept on the wraps. It, it might have to, though, for those who haven't played the video game. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe they have to not empty out the full bag going into the trailers. But yeah. just to draw that, to draw the attraction of people who haven't played the video games. And they're just like, oh, it's a drama series on HBO. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm interested. Maybe that was the only yeah that was the only thing I said that as soon as I said that this time I was like yo what the fuck I was like eh, give it away that's a big it's a big giveaway yeah, there. I'm like right. we're showing some things <laughs> up like, what the hell's going on here that was my only uh, my only thing that bothered me a little bit but right, this show cannot come soon enough I am I'm all in now I'm very 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 excited I can't wait yeah should be a good one like I said that's gonna be the next one I think we'll be we'll be recapping so. Nice, nice month and uh, like five weeks. Nice yeah. five weeks off. Uh, but yeah, January fifteenth coming to HBO. That's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a good one. Is season one gonna cover like the whole first game? I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. I do not know. Yeah. I think it might because there was a cu- there was actually a couple of scenes even in this trailer that were real quick towards the end that'll be if I if they're what I think they are they'll be later on in the season. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me, it feels like it, they might, but I don't know. Like I said to you guys, I, this is a story that you can easily flush out and do two full seasons of. I feel like because I think the campaign is a shorter campaign. It's like a 20, 20 hour or like twenty five hour campaign as opposed to like Red Dead or GTA, like hundred hours. Oh, it's definitely shorter than both yeah. of those. Yeah, it's yeah. I would say twenty. I don't even know if the first one's twenty. To be honest, it might even be a little bit less. I think yeah, that's what I, I think. It, it's like a eighteen. To twenty five, yeah, it's short. Honestly, but, the second, but, the second one was a lot longer. Yeah, the second one was a lot longer. The second one took me like game time. Took me like a, I think it was like almost a day and a half. It was like thirty hours or something like that. Wow, that was a long one. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's a good question, Luke. I, like I, I think I've talked about it before, but there's a couple of good points in the game where they could lead off, and I think it'd be a really good lead off point. But I don't know. They could easily also do the whole thing in one season too. Maybe you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If they do the whole thing in one season, I think that goes more to what you were asking about as far as if they'll be more of a one shot as far as going to other characters. I think if it is just one season, it'll be really just focused on Joel and Ellie. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't think there'll be uh, like any other uh, little subplots mixed. It's kind of interesting because they they kind of almost got to play it by ear. I think if you know it's going to be a good show, then you kind of you kind of branch out a little bit. Like you have the fir- the full first game in like one or two seasons. But I don't know. Like I don't know if you know if they're approved for a season two. That's true. So if you're good not point. approved for a season two, I feel like you got to just rip through the whole first game. That's know, a good point. Just to see. No, that, actually, that's a good call. That's a good call. I know HBO, a lot of a lot of them right now, they're kind of, seems like a wait-and-see mode for approving another season. Yep. I've heard so that HBO like is very excited, though, about this. I've heard the executives seen, you know, obviously they, you know, see cuts before fucking we do and shit yeah. like that. But I've heard that the executives yeah. at HBO are very and if, excited. About and if they don't make another game, I don't see anything wrong with just ripping through the whole first game in season one and the whole second game in season two. Yeah, could absolutely do it. Honestly, you that's have two good, good fucking awesome seasons, and then that's it. I know? don't want to give away. Well, I mean, I guess I can give away some things, but if they if they want to just completely cut the second character in the second game, just straight up out of the show and just keep it Ellie, that would be fucking fantastic. Because I don't need Abby at all. I don't need that bitch at yeah. all, man. Hold that game is the second game is really split into two halves, and the second one you play as a character who I fucking wanted to die the whole time. I just kept playing. I was like, I hope I die. I was like, I hope I die. <laughs> they went to restart missions just so that you can see her like, get fucking blown up. Oh man, the second game will be interesting because it was still it was still good. It was still it was still good. It just wasn't the first one. The first one, man. I, I have a feeling if I, I, I'm very interested to see how good that they nail it. But I feel like if they do as good as they do with the first game. Right away, right out of the gate, as soon as this show opens, it's gonna fucking stop pulling at your heartstrings. Right away. Yeah, love that, though. Instantaneously. Because let me tell you, 12 minutes into the game, the first time I played it, I was like, (laughs) No! Holy shit. No! What's going on? He's cutting cutting onions in there. Holy shit. (laughs) Like, yo, what the hell are we playing? I thought it was a zombie game. Uh, But I can't wait. I cannot wait. Uh, From there, let's let's dive into the meat. Let's dive into the meat. That's all the news and trailer talk that I had. Um, Carne. This is, uh, we'll start with 1899 because I don't have too, too much. I only watched one more episode from last week. Mm. What happened in this one? Okay. Oh, it's all a blur for me. So, this, where, where are you at? So, still, this still one, haven't caught up on this one. So, this is. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this, this <laughs> yeah. is a good time. This is a good time for you to step this out. This is what I make in fantasy football acquisition. <laughs> so, this was a big episode as far as my actual theory of it being, you know, kind of a. Evil scientists running experiments on a facility, kind of thing. Um, the the captain, the cap, the character I like. I don't know his name in this, but I call, him, call him Captain. They call him Ike. E Y C K is his last name. I would call him Jonas because that's his name from Dark. Yeah. Uh, but Jonas and the Doctor, they basically like climb through the cabinet and they end up at Kyburn's medical facility. But it's in like a like an alternate universe kind of a thing. There's like nobody there. It's abandoned and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is um, kind of giving me like Loki vibes. Like, I don't know, like in another dimension, another multi, like the multiverse kind of a shit. Yeah. But I was like, all right, this is very trippy. And then we have um, the other trench coat character, yep. the one who's using the remote control. He like follows them through kind of a thing. That was all very, very cool. I was very into this episode. And then the ending was wild because we the episode ended with like basically a graveyard. Of all of the, sh- like all of it seemed like the failed experiments, basically the failed ship experiments. Mm, yeah. There was just like a whole. Like hundreds be, of. Yeah. Of the same. Uh, what, what's the ship called again? The, um, uh, 
Prometheus. Prometheus, yeah. Prometheus. Yeah. Like a like great like hundreds of them. Radio, yeah. yeah. Like a bunch of failed experiments. And that's where Ike is stuck at the end, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So they got a, again, actually kind of Loki vibes. Like when they get uh, sent away there at the end. Yeah. Um, it's wild. Yeah. But I, and it just escalated the whole story, too. You're like, this might be weird. might be some crazy shit going on. And then they then they walk through a freaking portal at the end of the tile the tile tunnel. <laughs> like, yeah, go to these locations that they somehow recognize. And it's, it's all bizarre. Very, very cool. I'm starting to think. I've had thoughts now. I'm starting to think that Kyburn's like, on, like he might be the guy in the trench coat or something like that. Hmm? Like maybe he's here on the ship. That could be totally off, but I don't know. I was just thinking like if he's running these experiments. Well, I guess he is watching on the monitors. We did see the monitor. That was at the end of like episode two. We haven't ever gone back to those monitors, right? So I guess he could be watching on those. But I was starting to get the vibe that maybe he was doing more of a hands-on watching. You know what I mean? Like kind of almost trying to push. Make sure people go into the right places. Because yeah. obviously he's the one that's running these tests. So he's trying to, you would imagine, get some kind of end result that he's looking to get. So I was thinking maybe he's actually there, like trying to push the people into the right directions. And I don't know, the the, the trench coat guy, he had that, I don't know, the wispy hair kind of a thing. I was like, hey, this could be a young Kyburn maybe. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good theory. Something like uh, that. I can tell you that a lot of those questions will not be fully answered. We don't, we don't fully know. Yeah. Yeah, we don't fully know what everybody's situation is, but uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a really fun part. That's where I stopped too. Also, after episode six, episode six, and then I watched seven and eight back to back because you it's hard to not watch the finale after you, after yeah, you watch the second Penultimate to last. Ultimate the yeah. finale, yeah, yeah. No, I hear but, you. I wanted to dive in a couple times, but it was just never the right timing this week. I and mean, we talked about that with these shows. Like you gotta be, everything's gotta be right. You know what yeah. I mean? The mood, the brain, ready to pay attention. Gotta be right. Yeah. yeah, you gotta be in the right groove. I hope. And, uh, hadn't come. Do you think it's going to be on your list at all, Mitz? Maybe some eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, it's going to be on there. It's it's a matter of when I can do it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, scheduling conflict <laughs> right yeah, now. Same thing, and also it's it's not easy watching. It's, it's yeah. I wanna I wanna just I wanna watching. take my time doing it, not just to say oh I was able to watch it. You know, I want to take my time. It seems like a an ep- like a, a series where you got to take your time watching it. Yeah, it's I, I don't want nothing too crazy, but like Game of Thrones right. style, where yeah. everything they say matters. You know, let's well, even another yeah. example. Like, I don't want to do it just to say I checked. I can check the box and say I yeah. watched it. You know, I want to. I want to take the time to to do it right now. Probably when I, I come back from vacation, and that'll be something I'll rip into. Nice, Luke. Do me a quick favor. Yeah, I noticed this last week. So that power wire, the one that you already plugged in, if you unplug it right, and then like f- like flip the way that it's plugged in. Yeah, because I noticed, because we've had that problem a couple times, where it goes down, and then last week I just flipped it, and it was going up again. We don't want to, we don't want to lose that camera. I don't even think I grabbed the extra battery. Oh, it's right. Let's see if now works. is this one uh, while you're doing that. Is that is this one that I've heard some people say that this is nowhere close to dark. Uh, I, Would you I put this in the same category? A little bit less, or it's definitely a little bit less. It's, yeah, but it's, it's but you it's would put it good. still in the same like bubble, however you want to put it. It's it's do, like, do you ever? It's, uh, it's, it's very good. And, and do you ever watch uh, Alt Shift X on YouTube? He's he's no. one of the better. No, he's no. one of the better like analysts of a lot of our shows that we watch too. Yeah, but he uh he did a post game a post season episode on it, and he said it was surprisingly just as good as like the later seasons of Dark to him. He, he thought season one of Dark wasn't as good as two and three, which oh, is... Oh, really? That's what he said. Oh, no way. No, I haven't seen it. I, no. no way. Season one of Dark fucking hits different. Okay. 
That shit gets you. I mean, I got me fucking. My brain was exploding every other episode. I couldn't fucking okay. turn away. Okay. And I actually I didn't lo- uh, like. Steph actually liked it better. I not that the ending wasn't like good. It was more of just a preference thing. It just didn't end the way that I wanted it to end. So it left a little bit of a personal bad taste in my mouth. But it wasn't like bad. You know what I'm saying? It was just more like I said. It was more of a personal thing. I was like, I came away. I was it's like, fair. all right, I get it. I get it. Like I get it. It's a good ending. <laughs> Not for me. Damn. Damn, it was good. Damn it. Not <laughs> what I wanted. Darn. But you know, it is right. what it is. But no, to Sesquire, I it to me, Dark is one of my like five, like five easily five favorite shows of all time. So it's not in that category, but it is a very good show. Yeah. Same bubble, just a ladder or two down. Yeah. 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 It's still very, very, very good. Wait till the end. Yeah. Who Wait knows? That's true, too. You still, you still have more episodes yeah, yeah. to watch to, you know. It's still maybe. Right now. It's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Next week, we already talked about it, but next week, we're going we're gonna to do more of a full season review. I'm going to dive into the last two episodes, seven and eight this week. Yeah. And then next week, you know, we'll do a little bit more of a breakdown. Next week, we also got uh, Mr. Rogers is going to be going on a nice vacation. He's going to be going on a cruise. I'm going to be on site. I'm going to, be, uh, I'm going to go to James, James Cameron's house. we got to have a fucking talk, Mr. Cameron. Mm, yeah. Flapping your gums this whole time. Listen here, Aquaman. Yeah. Listen here, Aquaman. <laughs> uh, we get the return of uh, Mr. Ledoux next week, making his return to the podcast. Oh, hell yeah. Back. Yep. Be, uh, He's back. I think me, <laughs> me, me, Luke, and Ledoux next Let's week. Go. Nice, nice time. I, I, mean, I don't think we've done that trio yet, have we? No. No, it's... We've been wanting to do it for a while. All right, nice. What, what are we talking about? Uh, we need some, we need some Lord, Lord of the Rings on there somehow. Yeah, no, we're going to get Ledoux's closing thoughts on, uh, you know, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. He's also checked out a couple of classics that he just, like, had never watched before. So I definitely want to get... Like, he's, he had never seen mm-hmm. Goodfellas until this week. Oh, wow. Like, bro, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no shit. I just, I just watched Top Gun the other day. The first Top Gun? Oh, yeah. that's one that he hadn't seen. Yeah. All right. What'd you think? It was good. Yeah. yeah I, I, I had a that trip to California, so I had a lot of playing time. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched Top Gun and Nope. And, oh, what'd you think? Oh, nice. And uh, Blade Runner 2047. Oh, oh my God. This so, is all right. Yeah, great. Three bangers. All right, nice. What'd you so, think of uh, which, what'd you think of Nope? I thought that was really cool too. Uh, I mean, I, I had no idea what to expect. It was not, I don't know, it was not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But it was really cool. And uh, yeah, not as not as good as us, or especially not as good as Get Out. To yeah. Me. I think Get Out's the the most elite one. That I agree. I think, that, I think just nailed those rankings. Yeah. But uh, but still good and still good. really unique and cool, cool shot. And he he also loves just giving homages to stuff. So he's obviously yeah. got, like calling back to. His African American heritage, and then also like film, like he uses ten different cameras in the movie, and uh, I don't know, a ton of symbolism. It's very, Camera very cool. Great. Well done, yeah, and just the whole concept of uh, UFO being uh, like an organism. It's like wild. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, actually, kind of a little bit like you mentioned the movie War of the Worlds, sort of in a way. You know, I was I said that movie, and ever since then, it's in the back of my mind of uh, that's an I gotta watch that movie again. I used well, to watch good. that movie. That's an oh, awesome that's a good movie. movie. Yeah, that's a good ass. Great movie. movie. Young Dakota Fanning. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, that's a good one. I'm still throwing a Ledoux. What the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm still like, oh hold up, what? Yeah. He watched that, and uh, oh my Taxi god, Driver was another one that he watched this week that he had never seen before <laughs> too. Classic De Niro. I mean, that's you gotta be jealous more than mad at him. He gets to enjoy those. <laughs> I wish no. I could watch Goodfellas for the first time. I mean, come on. You know, actually, I heard about that. Shout out fucking Seth DeMello. We were gaming, and somehow he was talking. He brought up the podcast, and he was talking to me about it. And then all of a sudden, he was like, so he's like, how are you going to have a kid on your podcast? 
who's never seen <laughs> who's never seen The Godfather, Goodfellas, or Scarface. And I was like, Who the fuck's my on my podcast? I'd be my who's never be, seen those movies. And he goes, be, and I'm like, what? He'd be running in Call of Duty, and then he'd just be he'd stop, just right in the middle of the match, just like, hold up, what? I fucking pulled out my phone. I texted him right away. I was like, yo, nothing put you on blast, but like. <laughs> Your boy's calling you out. Like, what the fuck is this? He was like, Coach Amada this week, and the only one he got to was Goodfellas, but still, it's a start. It's a start, <laughs> it's a start in the right direction. I mean, yeah. He's, wow. He's a lucky dude. He gets to watch all these bangers. Yeah, I know. I like that you just watched Top Gun for the first time, because that's one that he has never seen, too. So Yeah. And then it's funny, because you mentioned Blade Runner 2049. He texted me this weekend about Blade Runner. He's like, uh, have you, like, how the Blade Runner movies? Do I need to watch the first one in order to watch 2049? And I was like, those are two movies that I've been trying to get to for, like, ten years that I've just mm. never gotten to. Yeah, same. I, I watched the first one, like, two years ago. And then I've been waiting for a chance to watch this one. Yeah. I shouldn't have watched it on the shitty Delta Airlines uh, yeah, TV. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it is, like, a cinema. <laughs> Shout out, Delta. It won the freaking uh, like, uh, Oscar for cinematography. Award. Yeah. yeah. And, like, all that shit, so. Really missed out on that, and it is a very slow-paced, like world-building kind of movie. That's like where it's really twenty forty-nine, right? Yeah, both of them are, are more about world-building, and that's why they're really spectacular. But uh, it yeah. genuinely makes Still no cool. sense to me that I've never seen the movie because I am like the like I like I worship the ground that Ryan Gosling like walks on. Like Ryan yeah. Gosling is like my fucking guy. Like, you probably like Harrison Ford too. I do like Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's the first. First, uh, yep, Blade Runner. Right. He's got a part in 2049, doesn't he? Yep, he yeah, comes he in it. Same yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, those are two I'm going to have to dive into myself. You know, I can talk to the dude. Maybe I can, maybe me and him can both dive into those this weekend. And yeah, then, you, you know should. what I mean? We'll have that for next week. You should. The other thing I was actually thinking of, too, is I saw today, Amsterdam is on HBO. Mm. So I was oh, that. is it? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that might that be might, one that we could dive into. Might be into one I'm going to rip on the plane to on Saturday to Tampa. There you go. I, I might rip through that one on there. There you go. That'll actually pretty much cover the flight because the flight's yeah, uh, it's it's like, like two and a half hours. Yeah. It's a two yeah. and a half hour movie, I think. Beautiful. So that'll be a uh, perfect coverage. Blade Runner is like 2.45. Yeah, it's a long one. I did yeah. notice that. I did see that. Oh, the second one, at least. I don't, I don't remember how long though. Is uh, De Armas in that, too? Yeah. She is? She's hot. Dana De I thought so. That's kind of when she was. That was like young her, too, right? That was when she was kind of first coming up. Uh, yeah, I think it's like 2017. So yeah. and I, the, I didn't see it until funny. now. So I, the first thing I really saw her in was Knives Out. And I, I was blown away by her in that. that War Dogs was the first one to me. She was, oh, she was, you're right. I yeah. forget that she's even in there. Yeah, she's Miles, Miles Tower's uh, love interest right. in War Dogs. I forgot all about that. Good mm. call. That's right. That's a good call. And then she's smoking in the new James Bond movie, too. She's I haven't the, seen that. Yeah, she's I haven't the seen that. Bond girl in this one. No, Secondary Bond girl. James Bond, those movies... They've never, they've never done it for you. Yeah. Uh, I never always like them. Yeah, there's, not, there's not good ones, but... I like him, especially Daniel Craig. He's got like four really good ones. I don't like like movies where like I don't know. I I guess I shouldn't say that you know what's gonna happen, but like I don't know. Dun, I just dun. I do know what's gonna happen. <laughs> like, I do know. What, but like, if the if the formula's there, it's it's another one for me. If the formula's there, they just keep keep running through it. Yeah, we I mean, get it. He has sex. He has sex with the bad girl who's yep. a villain, and then he. You he know, kills her. Tough, he gets in a tough situation every time. <laughs> yeah. He always gets in a, a superhero movies, in man. Sometimes. You love those. I know. That's why I said I, I don't want to necessarily say that because you're right. I know that I can definitely be criticized here for saying that. But like Seth said, he's always he always like gets the girl who's a little bit you know devious. He always gets into a pickle. He always gets out of it. Like yeah, I don't know. And action movies aren't necessarily my forte either. Like I sometimes if I'm in the right mood for it, I can all right. Let's like what's some what's some action scenes, but. Action for action's sake has never really d- 
done it for me too much. That's why I love all these new like action comedies like Ryan Reynolds. That's why like Ryan Reynolds is my guy. Perfect example. Yeah. If you mix like the two of them together, that's when I saw. I'm like, all right, yeah, I got you. Now we're talking. Yeah. Um, but like I said, next week we'll uh, we'll do a nice season one review, uh, a little wrap up. Me and Lukey, we'll do. We'll definitely do that. Eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. We'll dive into that. Sounds good. Uh, but like I said, good good episode as far as my um, my thoughts and ideas. You know, my my predictions basically, little theories. Yeah. I mean, there's no way you'll know what they're gonna end up with. So just, no. But to keep keep trying yeah. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you oh, can try. Yeah. <laughs> I do like we mentioned it last week too. I definitely we're gonna have to we'll figure something out and we're gonna have to do dark. Yeah, we'll set I'm something down, up. Down. We'll do a couple of episodes at a time or something like that. We'll work in a segment or something like that. But it'd be cool too if I. I want to rewatch it myself. So if I can actually take my time with it too, and you can. Uh, like I'm, I'm listening to a Peaky Blinders podcast where one guy has seen it and loves it, and then the guy's watching it for the first time. Okay, it's kind of a cool point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could be a cool way to do it too. Yeah, yeah. That would, actually, that that would work because I know how things are gonna kind of go. So I'd like yeah. to get yeah. So it's still spoiler free, but yeah, you're just getting like the person who loves it and gets it, and also the person who's just just seeing it for the first time. Yeah, no, I think that'd be good. I'd like to do something like that because that show, like I said, I'd like to rewatch it. That show is awesome. Nice. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I think that'd be I a mean, good... If we can get some people you know, that are watching to, uh, to tune in as well, that'd be a good good conversation because that show is a fucking... The rabbit hole, baby. It's how far down does the rabbit hole go. Cool. Uh, from there, let's go into a show that we've been talking a lot about on this podcast that we've all been really enjoying. White Lotus, episode six, the penultimate episode. Some shit went down this episode, baby. Yeah. Another, another good one, another Thank banger. You. This one had a couple of hidden scenes, which that shit got me. I did not like that. I was like, this is not what I'm here for. Show me everything. Before we pause this fucking... This, I'm like, I don't want to see it right now. Put it on the screen. They yeah. fucked. <laughs> you think so? They fucked. Oh, I don't think so. They fucked. You think so? Yeah. Dude, they fucked. Or at least we're like fun doodling, whether they got right, all yeah, the way. Right, yeah, yeah. Hooking but, up, whatever you want to call it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. They were, they got all the they way were, there or not. They were up to no good. Do you think it went like, so? like Ethan uh, like hallucinated it? Like where they just... like. Made I it on the table for a second. The way he, oh, like the way he, like the way the husband and like, yeah, encompasses yeah, it at the end. Do you of the think episode. That, does it looked pretty legit? It made sense. The it way did. He saw it, it. In terms of that, I think he was. I think he was hallucinating that. It's just it's constantly on his mind now, I know. and like that's all he could think about. Yeah. But yeah, the, I love this so show, crazy. man. Yeah. yeah. The the best part is is that like. You can make a prediction about what's going to happen. You can make a prediction, and I'd like I would buy. It could be two opposite predictions, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, I could see either way. Yeah, I have no idea how this show is going to end. I totally it's, ideas. It's captivated me. We'll get to it. But I there's so ideas. many other, so many things I have to wrap up, I totally which I'm agree. still kind of nervous about. That there's a lot of things they got to wrap up in one episode. Yeah, but in terms of like the in terms of the payoffs, like I, I don't know what's going to happen, and I I enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. I'm very curious. I, I I know that like Jennifer Coolidge is the only character that we've carried over from season one to season two, so I want to know. I know that season three's already been like green lit and stuff like that. I am curious because Jennifer Coolidge had a big kind of moment. This like I mean, I'm not gonna lie. As soon as the idea of her character doing cocaine, as soon as it was presented on screen, I was like, oh my god, you do with the cocaine. I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> I was like, please, Jennifer Coolidge, do that cocaine. I was like, this is gonna be fucking great. Yeah. And sure enough, it was. It was a great time. I was fucking dying seeing her dancing and making out with this dude and all that. I was cracking yeah. up. 
But then obviously the big twist kind of at the end, you see the picture and it seems like her husband's in on this whole scheme that probably try to fuck with the prenup kind of thing. Right. It I, also seemed like they, like the, the quote unquote nephew was obviously not his nephew because he was putting it in his ass. At least I hope it wasn't his nephew. Right. For the love of God. Right. It seemed like he even lured her assistant well, away so that she wouldn't intervene or interfere or anything like that. You know what I mean? He kind of gives up that he's not his nephew too when he talks to when he's True, drunk, when drunk he's talking drunk. to Portia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good point. But obviously, his job was to like lure her away out of town for the night because obviously she's like, as long as we get back to the potty, yada yada yada, let's go back to the potty. And the whole time yeah. he's just pounding them down. It's like, yeah, my whole job is to keep you away from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, not great, not great. But that was a good twist at the end, especially just because our husband's been making those calls now for a while, and now it's like it all—it's all starting to make sense. Yeah. It's all starting to add I'm kind of thinking that the the payoff of like the body in the ocean is yeah. not one of the like not one of the two couples. Like it's not one of them. I, I feel I feel like it's gonna tie into something. Whether it's like the my number one thing would be the uh, like the main escort and that guy that keeps following them yep. around. I don't know who's gonna who's gonna like die because of that but i feel like okay. so, something's gonna whether it's the 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 kid like the son or like the process the, not the prostitute but you know the escort herself yeah, yeah i just feel like it's gonna tie in with something else but i don't know what that leads to the the storyline of the, those two married couple like the two honeymooners um visiting interconnection there yeah I, I just feel like i don't know i feel like it's gonna something else is gonna tie in with that that final payoff we tell you, I'm not gonna lie. You mentioned uh, the the main one there. Is it uh, Lucia? I yeah, I think Lucia is her name. Yeah. She, when she got when she went into that other car, uh, you know, like the other car rolls up on him, and there's like that little standoff. I thought uh, I thought Michael Imperioli was gonna have a Chrissy moment yeah, for, for a real. second. Yeah. I, I know he's a little mafioso in this yeah. show, so I was waiting for him to pull a piece on vacation. Yeah, for and, real. Like, I thought Sylvia was gonna come <laughs> out of the fucking corner and, yeah. <laughs> and take and fucking take somebody out. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I thought Paulie was R.I.P. in peace. <laughs> but no, I thought for a second, I thought he was gonna pull a little mafioso move, and then once she, you know, goes in the van and like kind of drives off, I was like, oh no, I got real nervous because this is my girl now, and like, this is my favorite character. I don't want nothing bad to happen to her. And as soon as she rode off in that van, I was like, fuck. I was like, that's not that's not a good sign at all. But then we see her at the end of the episode. She comes back, and it seems like she's all right. So that, that was good. I, I felt relief. But I was nervous there for a second. I want to see. I was just looking up, like, what the, the finale, like, length is. It's probably just the same. It's like 50. Right, so if it was like nine episodes, wrong. right? Yeah, it's the last one. Uh, this week's the finale. I thought that. And then uh, Leah looked it up yesterday, and it's not. I'll look it up right again. Yeah, check it out. I was thinking, uh, last week, they were like, going into that, you know, previously, like, not previously, uh, for the rest of the season kind of thing. And it said, for, like, the next two weeks. Hmm. Yeah, they're all in the same boat, like, 54 to 65 minutes. Yeah. So this one's not going to be... Hmm. It says seven here, too. going to be longer. Yeah, I think hmm. this is this week's the finale. Okay, that's what I thought originally. All right, my bad. Which the... Um, that, you know, coming next week, the you know, the coming next week on at the end of the episode was fucking wild. Yeah, it seems like the two husbands are gonna throw some fists a little bit and shit like that. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I, know, where, I don't know where it's gonna end. Questions, but I don't. Yeah, no, neither do I. Look, I, I didn't. I think I mentioned it last week. I believe I went back and I watched the first episode again when I was at work the other day. And that, um, not Obi Plaza, but the other wife. She's like the opening scene there. She's like on the beach by herself. No yeah. Plaza. No husband. No other husbands. No, you know what I'm saying. But none of them are there. So I don't know. It's like, ah. Well, did you get that link I sent you today? The, the link before those other pictures? It was, uh, it was like the handbag, right? Yeah. So like, Oh, I don't think so. 
So there, I saw the the mannequin one. In in that intro scene, uh, there's a handbag next to um, whatever Daphne's handbag, and it's it's the same one that Audrey Aubrey Plaza has in this episode. And uh, so she was either on the beach right before the drowning, or is currently on the beach when she went right. Out to the but you water. don't see her. Yeah, yeah. You don't see her, but she was either just right there, or she is still right around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's a weird, weird little detail. We'll see. We'll see if that means anything. I can see her taking herself out. Yeah, I, well, they, I got some. I got some funny, like crazy uh, little lines of thinking here. If you guys want to get into it, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna go through the episode like oh, sure. step by we, step. You can absolutely. Get, if you got some theories, baby, pop them off. Yeah. Uh, so, no, but like, like I said, going back to it, you're gonna read all these theories, and I'm gonna be like, they could be five different, completely different theories, and I'm like, yep, I can see each and every one of those happening. Yeah, no shit. Right. They really are all possible. Um, so I don't know. I, I just wrote down like each storyline and like some like just kind of asking some questions where we might end up. But um, I don't know. Do you think that? Uh, I don't know, let me just get into the good shit first here. Uh, I think the craziest possibility is, you know how the hotel manager uh, just gave that master key to Mia, right? Yep, 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 yep. Um, it's very similar to season one where. That guy Kai or whatever got um got the master key and they went and banged in in the extra, extra room right yep. and he ends up being the one that gets burned it's like the lower class guy gets burned and it doesn't work out for him he's the only one that has a bad time in the, the story pretty much um I think maybe they're gonna use that key to sneak into Ethan or Cam's room yeah and try to get the money that they're owed yeah that makes sense and then somebody walks in during that. And maybe there's some sort of a yeah. big confrontation there. Either whether it's Ethan walking in thinking that, that they're with somebody or right, right, right. I don't know, or if it's uh, I don't remember Ethan's. Let's say like Daphne name. walks in and it's the the two escorts that are there yeah. talking to exactly. It would be it would be in Ethan's room because that's where they they had met up the first time. Yeah, I don't know, that could be some some crazy shit going on there. I think um, Aubrey Plaza would snap. If she saw that, like her character would absolutely lose it. Right, they're just like chilling in the room, sleeping yeah. around and stuff. Yeah, um, so I, I think thought, that's totally like uh, I could definitely happen. Yeah, and it's, it just mirrors the first season too. And I, I, we'll see if they do the same thing where the the low class, like lower class person, like gets the shaft and the, right, right, the rich right. snobby people make it out fine in the end. You know, uh, that's typically how it goes. Yeah, typically the way of the world. And then for like Tanya, wondering if she's gonna be. Just like screwed out of her prenup, or is she gonna get murked out? Yeah, because right? I, I was looking into prenups, and apparently, like most prenups are not bad for the rich person at all. Like, there's no reason, right? right there's no right, reason right, for them right. to be like, if I cheat on you, then you get half my shit. They just there might be like a clause for like a small amount if that happens. But, okay, yeah. But the, the rich person has all the power. Um, she is a crazy person and is also desperate, desperate for love. No, that's a, actually, so that's maybe, a great, that's that's a great not, point. Maybe that's not how she made her prenup. But yeah. She, she probably also has lawyers and shit. I could definitely see that. Um, so I thought maybe that they're trying to kill her. And maybe they're trying to just make her judgment seem really flawed on this throughout this whole night. And he already is removed from the situation by a couple of days. And she went to yeah. a different area and like all this shit. So maybe they're trying to kill her. Yeah. Uh, now that's one person that I would be surprised if it was her that died. If it was Jennifer Coolidge that died, I'd be pretty shocked. Yeah, I would be surprised, right. but it's also I don't know, like I don't know how else they would get a lot of money out of it. 
unless it's a weird situation with the True. prenup, which would be a weird. Yeah. Thing right, right, right. 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 Um, but, That's a good point, though. All right. And then, and then also with like the cowboy picture thing, right? Mm-hmm. Greg's there. Was what all was all this whole gay crew at White Lotus in Hawaii too? Where they they are trying to find a rich, desperate, middle aged woman. <laughs> yeah, fuck know. everything yeah, up. Was yeah. that was that his friends that he saw at the or that he ditched to go fishing and like he was meeting up with them later or whatever? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Cool. That's, that's a possibility. Yeah, you know what is interesting though is as soon as um, Jennifer Coolidge arrived at this new one in Sicily, she's there with her assistant, and the husband's pissed. And he, like he's like, you know, like, right. send Why her she away. Here? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. She wants like Coolidge to be like free of isolated. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let her make so, her own decisions. Yeah. For better right, or worse. Right away, this is already in the works. It seems like right away. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, and I'm wondering who. Who might be the dead person as well? So like, uh, I think Jack is a good um, candidate for it. He's the British dude. Okay. Um, he every like his first scene where he's introduced is when he's swimming in a pool. Yeah. And then I think he's been swimming one other time. And then he also is in a boat a lot and shit. That's kind of kind of like that. And then he's also the lower class person who also seems might get screwed depressed. in the end. Right. right. Yeah, as I said, yeah, that's his the biggest thing. Uh, it seems like this is such a social commentary rest. show that they're going to, that they, they kind of like push it towards that. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. But that could also just be what they did the first season and the second season they'll do the opposite. You never know. Yeah. You could think like the, the pianist could be back too, like the original one. You, you know, could. he just got sent off to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he totally could he be could. back for the finale and, and have a role in it? Like I said, there's so many fucking, so many possibilities. I just have no idea where it's going to end. I know. I'm hoping that the, the, the wives. I'm hoping that the wives just knock off their husbands. Yeah, that's what I want. I want Aubrey Plaza and the other girl to just knock off both their husbands. It could also <laughs> be the pimp doing something. He has to do something else from where he's been, right? Yeah. And then also the grandpa seemed like he was depressed. He sure did. <laughs> yeah, right. There's so, so many. Maybe he'll do something bad. I don't know. Yeah. Um, or or yeah, like like we said, like uh, some sort of incident with Lucia and Mia and or Cam or. Ethan or Harper at the, the hotel room. The opening <laughs> scene in that the first episode is very like it draws a lot of questions in itself because of the way that the conversation happens. Like uh, it's Rocco and the hotel manager, but he says that one one person's drowned. And he said, but no, you don't understand. Like there's multiple guests that are dead, and she's like, it doesn't. He doesn't say that multiple guests have drowned. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So it's like yeah. we found a body. We found a body in the ocean, but like. We also found one in the hotel. Right. Yeah. Because she even actually says, actually, yeah, I think that's almost what they're insinuating because she says it's he like they died in the ocean. The ocean's not our property with mm-hmm. the hotel's all set. Yeah. And he goes, No, you don't understand there's multiple guests that are dead. And she's like, Well, how many guests are dead? And he goes, A few. So that, like you just said, insinuates to me that this body was found in the ocean, but there are other ones found inside the hotel yeah. or at least on hotel property, wherever right. it wherever it may be. Yeah. I mean, there's not many people that are safe, I feel like. You know, Daphne's obviously safe because she saw the body. Um, yep. I think the assistant, Portia, she's probably safe. Can't imagine her going out. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Portia goes out. I'd agree with that. I think Portia's probably safe. Might just be those two. <laughs> like, legitimately might be those two that I, I would say are safe. Hotel manager. <laughs> yeah, that's about Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but yeah, it could, yeah, any of the three-generation... Vacation guys could be yeah definitely. I think the youngest son could be caught up in the like the pimp yeah they they could take him out. He he seems like such like why is the pimp mad also? 
Because, like, she's been paid for everything except for that 1,300 euros. Yeah. I don't think he would be that on her case for one miss. Unless night. he knows that this is, like, her way of trying to get out of I think that's what she's reason. in. Yeah. So he doesn't want to lose her. I guess. I think he's kind of like, what, yeah. are, what are you working tonight? And she's just like, I'm not working. I'm fucking going on a date for free kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. what? Yeah. I mean, they're probably paying her to be a translator or whatever. But True. Maybe. maybe. I feel like this youngest son, too, like, he's so kind of, like, innocent. You know, like he seems Very. like the perfect. He seems like the perfect person that would go out with right. this. Whole and that's, that's the other thing. Do you think she is trying to be like baby mama situation? Is she trying to long term guilt tripping into like a big payment and then leaving? Like, I like, think she's trying to. Yeah, I think she's playing long con. I think. Yeah. she's yeah. just trying to get like America, a nice. help me leave the help me get this pimp to leave me alone and then. Yeah, I think so, again she life. she sees this like sweet innocent kid and he's like this, she's like this is my way out. Stanford education. Yeah, dad's got bills. Might be tired but, of the But she doesn't want to go back to America. Seems like she that would be escaping too. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, she. I mean, she always talks about playing the game and stuff at the beginning. So I don't trust her honestly. I think she's probably doing like you're saying. She's playing him somehow. Well, I hope she is. I mean, I yeah. like he kind of stinks, and she's awesome. Yeah. I, hope yeah. she, I hope she gets whatever yeah. she wants. I I mean, they're making it die. seem like they're in love or falling in love, but I the only one that's the only person I'm pulling for. The only person I don't want to die is Lucia. Anybody else can get it. I don't care. Yeah. Anybody else can get it. I won't care. I won't blank. That's yeah. Lucia is the only one I don't want to die. So be it. I want Lucia to live. Ah, Jennifer Coolidge too. I don't want Jennifer Coolidge to die. Yeah. Lucia and Coolidge. The only other question I had was like, there's a lot of creepy shots of the those statues still, like yeah. those, those mermaid mustache statue things, and even just regular statues, especially in this episode on like before Ethan's scenes, before and after the, the Asian guy. Yep. Do, do you think that has any meaning? Like, especially and also right before the hallucination he has of what might have happened before he got to his hotel room, they they do that before and after too. Do you think it's? It could I be. Know. I just I don't know. I'm I'm trying to. Seems like it's always implying that like they're watching him. Yeah, that fir- the yeah. first episode they ask about right. the statues to like one of like the guy that you know the guy that shows them to the room basically like you know the bag man kind of a thing. Yeah, and he tells the story and it's about um fucking uh it was a guy that like thought his no the wife thought his husband was cheating. Was it? Yeah, the husband was cheating, so the girl killed him and then killed herself, and they were kind mm. of just like, well, that's a depressing story to have like mm, I don't remember that all over too. yeah it's in the first episode that's right. as soon as they like the the two like the um, the two couples then they check into that room it's like right before he goes uh, oh and there's this nice little feature this door opens up and you can connect the two rooms and they're like oh cool and Ari Plaza's like no but good <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. we'll keep that closed yeah I, I, I guess I just rewatched that first yeah, one and, it's, and then it's open and statues. then it's open oh they fucked no, yeah. but that, she knows it's that. Like, Aubrey Plaza is not dumb. Like her character is smart. She's a lawyer and shit like that. She knew she was trying to do exactly what he did to her, which was make her go a little bit crazy. She was playing with his emotions. She knew the door thing. Like that's why the door. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think she did. I think that the whole thing was set dumb. up. I think she. I think she like opened that door. Because she wants him to think that. You think Cam was going to get his book, though? I don't think she wanted, like, revenge, though. Like, I, I don't think that was her tactic was to go to revenge. I think she just wanted the truth. Which she said that that guy, like, told told her, like, what happened. Yeah. So I don't think she was going to play the whole thing of, like, uh, you know, I'm out for revenge. Yeah. My actually, my thought was that Cam was the uh, was the one that actually went to his room. Like, say they were at the bar having a conversation and whatever. Like, I don't think it was actually his. Maybe, oh, it's running to grab it, but. For whatever reason, like he went up to his room, and then Aubrey Plaza like sees the moment, and I like, was like, "Oh, perfect! Like I can just follow him up, and then run mm-hmm. this whole little charade kind of thing." 
True. Maybe like spying on him. Trying to escape the awkward situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Actually, that's a good call. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. But I don't know. Could be could be spying on him, and that's that's how she got through the that like the secret door or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you said, that's so cool about this show. Like anything's really possible. Bro, the door is wide open, and they do they do some heavy foreshadowing, and half of it's real, half of it's not. Yeah. Like you don't really know. The other one I sent you guys was uh, that that scene in like early on in the season where uh, they're going to the, like the Godfather walkthrough of like where the Godfather was shot. And oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to the That's restaurant right. with like there's a girl sitting in a car and there's a mannequin and it, it's reenacting the scene where Michael's wife gets blown, blown up in her up. car in, in Italy and she's wearing the same exact yeah. dress that. Oh, that's like Tanya's wearing. That yes. Yeah. yeah, that Tanya's wearing in like the early episode here. That is crazy. And so that's not like that's a cra- that has to mean that's something. A message. That's an intentional message from the writers. I don't know what it means. I mean, it at least means that she's gonna get some unintended consequences. Like, like they weren't meant for her, but she's gonna be in the crossfire somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's a, that's what happens in the movie. No, that's definitely true. That's a she good gets point. she gets killed when it was supposed to be Michael blown up. Yeah. Unless Michael, it meant unless Michael it realized it at the very last moment. Yeah. Or it could Literally mean that she's going to die because obviously that character dies. But I don't know. It's I a lot of fake, a lot of fake I'd stuff. Shocked, but I really would be. I don't know why. I, I just know. feel like it's such a money thing. I don't think it's a good. Yeah, I, I can see her being a consistent, like the ca- consistent like the ca- like the character kind of right. Not like the main character, but like a, the like person that, that steady, keeps traveling, right? Steady character, yeah. Because yeah. in both shows, she's mentioned like every time she goes to the White Lotus, she always has like she obviously travels to these yeah these hotels regularly. <laughs> but uh, I'm very excited for this last episode. Like we've said, anything can happen. It's all on the table. I'm just pulling for Lucia. It's all I know. I'm Lucia and Coolidge. I hope that that's not them. I hope yeah. it's the husband. The yeah. husband stinks. Husbands, Alby, both of them can get it. Husband? Who's husband? Uh, Aubrey Plaza's husband. Oh, I don't Ethan. Like Ethan? Yeah. Ethan. Yeah. yeah, I don't like him. Not a fan. All right, that's fair. I mean, I think he's doing his best. He's a little troubled, obviously. He's but... a fucking <laughs> simp. Yeah, he's fucking... Not as much as I... I mean, he, he's, he's ignoring like, his hot wife, which is fucking stupid. Yeah, big time. God, her body in that seat. Oof, man. Got that. Aubrey Plaza. God. Oof. She's um she's starting to spread her wings a little bit. She's in that. Her, she's her spread her spread her legs in the meantime. Spread the sun. Fucking Emily the criminal, I think it is. It got good reviews. It just came to streaming. I wanted to check it out, but she's like the main in that. And it's more of you know um, suspense, and, you know, intense, you know, real role, not comedic. So I was looking. I wanted to see she's that. Like good fit, like. She's like the resting bitch face too. Oh, which big I, time. which pay, which like I've I heard her in a couple of interviews. She does not seem like a, like that good of a time. She seems like she's very like she's I don't just, know. I think she's just always fucking with people. That's why. Yeah, that's what I think. Maybe. She just like she knows she has the resting bitch <laughs> yeah. face, and I think she just she like plays it off. Right, like even though her character in like Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Like same exact thing. There's, See, but that's the thing. I feel like I get that vibe from her as an actress, and I thought like in real life that she'd be more playful. You know what I mean? No, I think like, she. I think she's cool in real life. I've heard in a couple of interviews, and she always seems like just like uptight and just like I don't know. I think she's fucking with people. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. Like she likes just she knows that she's in a position of power, and she's just like 
I agree. Maybe. You guys could be right. <laughs> I don't know. You guys could be right. Which is weird. She's unique and weird that way. You but. never know with actors and actresses, man. They, they, they <laughs> it's portray their job. one thing. It's their job to be that way. Yeah, exactly. You never know when they're real or when they're acting. Not everybody's fucking Ryan Reynolds, dude. Ryan Reynolds is just Ryan Reynolds all the time. It's wild. <laughs> he was weird yesterday at the People's Choice Awards. I don't know if you saw. His, I didn't know. I watched the People's Choice Awards for like... Three minutes, and yeah. just, all of it was his speech. Oh, shit. And he'd hogged the mic for like a wicked long time, and he was talking about his business he was running and stuff. And I don't know. It was, it was kind of ridiculous. I, I was a little embarrassed for him at the, at the moment. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No shit. That's what but you like the music people, during people the speech. It. it seemed like his, his company was a good thing, but. Yeah. Uh, Not the time. Yeah, he, he literally just went on and on and on, and then he's like, <laughs> and then I just need to link my actual family. He talked about his family. He's like, and then oh, one more thing, Blake Lively, and then one thing which you. is just really, really important. Like this is really important, and then he goes on for another, like two minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was a little ridiculous. That There's, is. Very you ever weird. seen the, the scene of him kissing uh, Andrew Garfield on? I don't know if it was the Oscars, or, like the People's Choice Award. No. Uh, so they they did a thing where like Ryan Reynolds was like, "Hey, if I get this award, like instead of kissing my wife, I'm gonna kiss you," and he didn't get it. And in the meantime, him and Andrew Garfield like look at each other, and they, they end up like kissing each other. Oh like, boy! Oh, it's we wanted this. We wanted yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, two of the first people I like. You asked me who I'd want to have a drink with in Hollywood that I'd want to go get a drink with. Yeah. Two of like the guys that actually just seem like just cool. Andrew Garfield's the man, and Ryan Reynolds also was the man. Yep. Two dudes that seem down to earth and fucking just chill. I love Garfield. I love yeah. both of them. Yep, Garfield's the man. Uh, I think that kind of wraps up White Lotus, though, for us for this week, I believe. Yeah, yeah that's all I got. Yeah, all right. Uh, everything's up in the air. Um, finale on Sunday, which we'll have to get, uh, get, we'll have to get your thoughts uh, later on down the road, whenever you yeah. come back. Yeah. But Luke, we'll, we'll be here to talk about the finale next week, but we'll have to uh, get your closing thoughts later on. Yeah. Might be watching my fucking, my cabin. Just by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking 15 minutes, you know what I mean? Everyone needs a... There's always a time on a cruise where you need at least an hour. <laughs> not more than that. Where it's just like, I'm going to be... I'm going to go away now. I'll see you guys in a, in a little while. Yep. I just need to go and die. <laughs> 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 sit down in your shower. Sit down a petrol style for the first time since kindergarten. Yeah. With the rain washed out on you. Well, 11 days. Out. 11 days is probably going to be multiple days where I'm going to have to be like... <laughs> Waddle into your bed. <laughs> if you're doing it right, that's that's what happens. Yeah, for real. Uh, let's get into our last tidbit before we wrap up tonight's show. Let's talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. We talked about it a little bit last week, but we didn't get into too much because we found out that Luke didn't watch it yet, so we decided to give him and everybody else a little bit more time to watch it. But there was a lot that I wanted to uh, I want to dive into some spoilers and stuff like that. I didn't want to ruin it. So if you haven't seen the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, I would suggest you know coming back at a later time. <laughs> a watching it and then yeah. B coming. <laughs> Actually, yeah, go watch it right now and then come back to us later on. Just pause uh, for a second, for real. But right off the top, I like I, I haven't heard a single person mention a single bad thing about this. Just Whether a, they're a big Marvel fan, small Marvel fan, in between, just a good damn time. Just a good damn time. Right. <laughs> this is like the only way I can say it. Just just, just a good damn time is good right. fucking time. I mean. 45 minutes, in and out, and it also set the tone, I feel like, in the in where we're going to kind of be for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 a little bit, especially after seeing the trailer and stuff, mm. because we see right, like, we see, like, uh, for instance, like, they, they bought the planet Nowhere, 
Yep. You know what I mean? And it looks like we see like Peter Quill. He's like kind of almost taking on a bit of like a like a mayor role. You know what I mean? He's yeah. Like, see him signing some paperwork and stuff. It seems like he's kind of organizing. They're, they're still making money. That. Yep. Of where they're doing it. Yep. But then we see like in the trailer for this Guardians of the Galaxy three movie, we see them in like their new suits and stuff. So it seems like they're kind of almost getting a little bit more legitimized. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're really yeah. starting to take on this the Guardians of the Galaxy role. Right. Um, but I was. Everything about this, I loved it. it. It pushed different characters forward. It put, like, for instance, I think Mantis is going to be a big part in Guardians of the Galaxy three. It pushed her character forward a lot. Am I am I wrong to not know up until now that that they're brother and sister? No, that was a huge part of this. So I, I'm not. I wasn't clueless, right? No, 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 no. no. Okay, I didn't mean we, to get down the road, but no, no, no. We find out that so that's one of the big parts. That's why she, her, and Drax spend this Christmas special trying to get Peter a gift is because she tells Drax that. Ego is not just her like creator, but it's her father making her and Peter, you know, half siblings have the same dad. Yeah, which is exactly what sends them on their little quest. We find out that they're gonna go and try to get Peter the perfect Christmas gift. Which is this was the part like the Christmas special where like I, I so it opens up, which I think I mentioned last week. But it opens up the Marvel screen, opens up to one of my favorite Christmas songs, which is "Fairy Tale of New York" by the Pogues. I, right away, so right, I, I look at Steph. I got this huge smirk on my face. <laughs> Then we do, you know, the awesome little animation sequence with Yondu, who I love Yondu. We get him back. Then we go into the old 92's first song, which was absolutely awesome. Yep. And then we get this, you know, little bomb kind of dropped on us that her and Peter are siblings. And then we get where we're going with this whole special when Drax goes, well, let's get him like the perfect, like the perfect someone as a gift. And as soon as he said that, like, who's he, Peter talked about his whole life. I swear to God, dude, I looked at Steph. I like turned like with a huge grin. I was like. We're gonna fucking get that Kevin Bacon. Yeah, we get Kevin. Bacon. And then it goes right to Kevin Bacon. I was like, oh my fucking! I do. I started belly laughing. I was yeah. like, oh my god! Like, yeah. we're gonna get that Kevin Bacon. This is obscene. I love this yeah. show. Like, I love the show. But I love the audience. Shout out Kevin Good Bacon call. too for taking the role. Like, yeah, for being all on board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's. I think that's awesome of him. For real. Like, yeah, I let's, totally let's do agree. this. Yeah, fuck it. Man, he could very well just be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. He saved the whole town by dancing. Yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. When, uh, he also signed off on the original use of his name too. But, oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure that they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah just right. to use him as actually like his act, you know, his actual self in the storylines. Yeah. Um, but that was, I mean, as soon as they did that, I fucking, I was dying. Like I couldn't stop. He does have some Marvel ties and tie-ins too. He's Sebastian so, Saul, X-Men. Shaw. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he wasn't completely out of the dark. That's right. Um. As soon as, uh, right after like they established they're going after Kevin Bacon, that whole sequence I actually really liked a lot. The whole thing made me laugh, which obviously I laughed through a whole, you know, the majority of this, but them showing up at Kevin Bacon's house and they're like pushing the alarm. And I don't know exactly what Mantha says, but Drax just reiterates her. And then Kevin Bacon's like, all right, guys, like, you got to get out of here. And she just looks at like Drax. And she's like, way to go. Like, you're skidding away, you idiot. <laughs> they just like fucking, she's like, can you throw me over the fence? And he just fucking lobs her over yeah. right away. They grab the candy cane and the little guy. Then once they pound through the, what really made me laugh, they pound through Kevin Bacon's door and Kevin Bacon starts running. He turns into his house and starts running and he throws down the Christmas tree like behind him as like a, you know, some kind of a, a barrier. Like that's gonna, <laughs> yeah. like that would stop even like a small dog. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking child would step over that tree. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's escape was pretty cool, though. He ended up, like, jumping off the yeah. balcony into the fire. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. okay, Kevin Bacon. He's done this before. Where yeah. He's had, like, he's <laughs> had fan favorites who were obsessed with him. Like, For he knows how yeah, to get yeah, out yeah, of yeah, it yeah, yeah. something happens. Um, we also, at this point, you got to see um, 
some of Mantis's martial arts skills, which at this point we've only seen her really do like the mind control yeah. stuff, you know. But we see that she a couple. I mean, they're just cops, but whatever. She's fucking. She can get she, down. Yeah. yeah, she was using them as like a shield, dodging bullets, like karate kicking shit like that. So yep. like, oh shit, all right, Mantis. Yeah, which she's supposed to be like this martial arts expert. Uh, the Drax getting shot. It's fun. Yeah, it's just like right. laughing like it tickles on the yeah, shit. Right. That stuff is getting hysterical. lit up too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely lit up. Great. Um, they once they get him on the plane and they find out that he's an actor and they're like disgusted by it. They're like, "We get him the worst gift ever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate when they pretend to be somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, "Kevin Bacon, be yourself, but be better." Yeah. <laughs> I love Kevin Bacon too. He's like fucking. Um, there's one point where he's just like, "I, I feel like it normally I'd be pissed off right now, but." I don't know. Something about me. I yeah. just feel okay. I'm all about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> there yeah. was so much, man. This it, thing was great. It kind of reestablished Mantis and Drax as being a little more powerful than we've seen, too. Like, yeah. Right? Gives, oh, gives them a little more like street cred. Especially Mantis. Yeah. Right. She's only been like situational instead of actually on an assault kind of person. Which right. They, they did great there. But don't forget, she legitimately, she she shut down Thanos in uh, Infinity War. Yeah, I was going to say, that was really yeah. the only she, time we saw that. Yeah. She shut down Thanos. Which, that's no easy task. So that shows how powerful she is. But she's Eagle's creation, which he's obviously like a fucking... Celestial, right? He's one of yeah. the Celestials. Another, so, another yeah. thing I thought was weird was, like you said, uh, Drax was tickled by the bullets, right? Mm-hmm. But then in the Guardians 3 trailer, when they're on Half-World, right? Yeah. Uh, they start, and he whips the kickball at the girl and, like, smacks her. They all start like throwing shit at him. And yeah, the rock. It's great. He gets hit in the head, and he's he's very affected by it. He's like, ah, right. holy shit. Yeah, that's, that was strange to me. And and at the same time, also Groot is not reacting at all. Yeah. So it's not like they're, they're making everybody it. react. Yeah. Does he go out? Does he go hey? I mean, he like. Does he go out? I don't. He like winces, winces, and like comes in. He might say hey, but I thought he went more. Uh, I could be wrong. I mean, he might say hey, but yeah. I mean, he instead of just like. Right, laughing up, again laughing. or whatever, yeah, like, yeah. It, it, he's like, I, I what definitely the fuck? think that is obviously, especially in the trailer sense too. I think that is more for the comedic value because that's the beginning of the trailer. And then like, from there, it gets so depressing and dark. Yeah. yeah, but that scene was, I mean, hysterical. Him throwing the dodgeball at that little like, <laughs> raccoon girl. Yeah. Or the scene you were talking about too later on, where he's clearly like injured. Yeah. Like, it's obviously not a bullet wound. No, you know what I mean. Like the stuff that's got to be more powerful than the human True. bullet. Yeah, imagine. Actually. Another part that was funny about that scene that I thought was funny. Drax flips that police car, mm-hmm. and then Mantis goes over, and Drax had mentioned it earlier. He said that, you get to keep your little candy can man, baby. She's like, it's not a man. But then you can tell Mantis ain't sure, because like after like the cop car flips, she like puts the candy man, like the candy cane inside the car. She's like, is this a man to you? And he's like, no. He's like, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. They were really funny the whole time. Even in the, just like the bar before they, uh, before they went out. Yeah, and they were partying it up. That was funny too. Yep, yep. No, they were good. I think yeah. too. I think that um, the like, relationship that they established in this between the two of them, obviously, even in the in the Guardians of the Galaxy two, the what like the character that was the most friendly to her was Drax. Mm-hmm. And they obviously, I think, have like the best uh, repertoire. I think that her crying in the in the trailer, I, I think that's I, I think that's got to be for Drax. Yeah, I think it's got to be. She seems like devastated, kind of thing. I think that he might be the only one in the group that would get that reaction. It's that close to home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just my personal opinion, but yeah. Um, like I said, the, the Kevin Bacon finding out that he was an actor of the worst gift that was hysterical. We get him onto the planet. I thought this whole thing was great too. Fucking Groot wheeling him out. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then he tries to deny. He's like, I kind of fucking pee. I just saw you wear them out here. He's Swole group. This whole thing was great. So I, I, I I fucking loved this whole thing so much. This this end scene was great. Kevin Bacon decides to stick around even after Mantis pulls off the you know the little head game, um, because um, it's my guy. It's um, James Gunn's brother, Sean Gunn. What's his character's name? Uh, he's got the fin now. I was saying he's Craglin. Craglin. Thank yeah. you, Craglin. He's Kraglin. still trying to figure out the uh, the fin. Yeah, yeah. But he tells uh, yeah, he he's, tells he's kind of like a main character at Christmas. Yeah, Craglin's great. He's also the narrator of this story, right? At the beginning, yeah, the little yeah. cartoon scene he is. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he is. And at the end, too. Yeah. Craglin, I like Craglin. I like Sean Gunn. He's he's a good character. I didn't realize he was Sean Gunn. Yeah, me neither. Didn't know that was his brother. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's his brother. He plays, like, um, in, in Suicide Squad. He's the fucking... Uh, he drowns yeah, at the very beginning. He's got, like, the, uh, the uh, detachable arms. No, 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 no. He's the, um, oh, my God. They jump out of the ship. He's the one that drowns. He's like um, he's an animal. Fucking Pete Davidson thinks he's a, he's a whale. like rat thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, Mongoose. Yeah. I can't fucking think of his goddamn name. <laughs> fuck. But he's that fucking okay. thing. That. Yeah, right. he does that. Yeah, that thing's weird as fuck. Yeah. I forgot about that. He it's does scary. all, like, the, uh, he does, like, a lot of the body work for all, like, a James Gunn stuff. I think, he's, I think he, like, bodies, like, um, like, Rocket Raccoon and shit like that. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, his character was pretty funny in this. He kind of convinces Kevin, not convinces him, but tells Kevin Bacon the little story of Peter Quill's Christmas, convinces him, Kevin Bacon basically to stick around. And then he has a cool little song of his own. I like this song too. I've been listening yeah. to both, both these songs. The <laughs> opening one and the closing one. I've been listening to them a lot. They, they hit. Bang, man. Good songs. Yeah. yeah. Good Christmas songs. Rain, 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 rain. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't know, but Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. Yeah, fucking, it. fucking bangers. Good, good, good ass songs. Um, and then obviously the gift giving scene I thought was, I mean, it was very funny. Um, group gives all like the stick figure like statues out, which was hilarious. Craglin's yeah. is Craglin open up and is like opening up the gift, which is hysterical. Craglin loved it. Obviously, we got the best one, which was Nebula. Nebula gives. Oh God, that was that was the funniest thing of the whole. That was the funniest thing of the whole. It really might have the whole series to be. It really might have been. Yeah, it really been. I was dude, dying. That was dying. There's no explanation so for that yet either, though. That that's the vibranium arm too. That's the new arm. That was yeah. last attached to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, where did that? Yeah, where did she get that thing? From? Yeah, that's not the old one. That's a. It's a good point. It's a good point. That's the vibranium one. Yeah, it's a good point. But it's very funny just that. Rocky just like looking, just looks at him. He's like, Bucky's eyes? Like, yeah. yeah, this is a great right, He said something in, in one of the first ones. He's like, I'm, I'm going to get that arm. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to get that arm. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then on Guardians, he wants the guy's leg, which Peter gets in the leg. And he's like, I didn't really need that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another guy who has an eye. And he's like, I want that eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then in Infinity War, um, that's a great scene. It's right after him, Groot, and Thor arrive on Wakanda. And fucking, he's looking at Bucky, and he goes, "How much for the gun?" And he goes, "It's not for sale." He goes, "How about the yard?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but we get the great ending too. Mantis tells Peter that they're siblings, which is a nice little moment. Yeah. Do you think that'll come into play in number th- in the third movie somehow? Like, are we going to get some more backstory on why Peter and her are able to be alive, like all the other children of Ego? Ego died. And That's true. I don't know. Well, he ate them all. They consumed power, basically. That was kind of his whole thing. Okay. Um, 
I love Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's a movie that I don't think gets enough credit. I, I think that people will really underestimate Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I, I thought Kurt Russell was awesome as you go. Yeah, Kurt Russell was cool. I thought he was great. Uh, but no, I think that... Uh, I don't know if he'll play a bunch of... I, don't, I guess that they wouldn't just do that for no reason. I guess that they wouldn't be like, hey, we're sick. Right, they dropped that. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. If something happens to one of them, it'll definitely add an emotional attachment yeah, to it. Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, definitely. I think they're going to explore like why they're around still or like what their their real power is what like, related to him because they haven't really shown their godly power very much right no definitely not definitely they, that's definitely half of what they are so man like i said mantis is one of the people that i could see sticking around in some capacity past these i past the guardians of the galaxy ending but who knows i don't know if any of them will they could be the end for all of them but yeah uh i hope not i really really hope not but i I mean, this Guardians of the Galaxy special was awesome. We talked mm-hmm. about it after the Werewolf by Midnight one for Halloween. This is the second one. They knocked it out of the park. I think that the this is, I think, a much... This is not necessarily saying that I don't want shows, like, all together. I don't yeah. want to scrap them. But I think that if we lessen up on them, be a little bit more particular about the ones that we do, yeah. and we do a couple more We go quality, quality over quantity. Yeah. We need to shift that to Marvel now. I think so. I, I, these specials, I think, really have both fucking hit really hard. I, I loved both of them. They were two of my favorite things in the entire Phase 4, which is actually what we're going to go to right now. Um, we wanted to do a little something extra for this episode. So I said, hey, now that we've uh, we've officially wrapped up Phase 4 of the MCU, Ant-Man, Mania coming out. That's going to be the first part of Phase 5. So I was like, why don't we, uh, rather than, you know, rank the whole things, that would take forever. And I don't even know if everyone's seen all the projects necessarily. Why don't we just do uh, a top five? And then I also, uh, I got the most surprising and the most disappointing as well, too. Is there an extra one of those in there? Yeah. Is there everyone in there? Thank you. Yeah, man. It's the last one. So uh, how do we want to do this? We want to go around the room, say let's start at five, and we'll each do five, and then we'll each do four, and then we'll each do three, and then each do two, each do one. Sure. Oh, we'll get some repeats that way, but we'll, we'll get some. We'll start at the top. Yes, because the reason why I say that is because I feel like it's almost universal. If not, it's got to be one, two. Hmm. I could be wrong. I, I might have a different two, to be honest. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, All right, so let's, but let's one, do, one for sure, I think. I think we start with the diverse. So let's start at the bottom. Do you want to do most disappointing? No, 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 no. We'll do like the we'll do Number disappointing five. and surprising at the end. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. start with five. Okay. Uh, let's go, Lukey. What you guys? Let's go with Luke. Let's go with producer Luke. All right, number uh, five, baby. Number five, I got Black Panther two. Wakanda, oh, Wakanda forever. Oh shit! Number five. Uh, very, very well done. I, I had higher <laughs> expectations for it. Honestly, I, I thought it was gonna be higher up before I made the list, but um, at the same time, I, I had a hard time making it five because I, I like, I really liked Thor and Shang Chi and She Hulk, but those were like the ones I left off. Okay. Um, but BP2. I like that. Good. Honorable five. mentions. Yep. Okay. Off, but, yeah, Let's go to, we'll, we'll go to Seth then because... because uh, okay. My, my five um, I also went number five, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> I thought they... Uh, earthquake! Yeah, yeah, no shit. I thought they, uh, they did a very good job given the hand that they were dealt. Um, I, I said a couple gripes that I had for the movie, you know, length being the biggest thing, but... Um, okay. I think overall they did a tremendous do- tremendous job given the hand that they were dealt. So that's why it makes my top five. Like I've been hinting at, I also have Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever as my <laughs> wow. five spot. 
a movie that I had high expectations for, but totally lived up to it. Guess it doesn't like matter if we said. went one or five. <laughs> yeah, it's no be universal. Like you said, had a tough hand, uh, but I thought they 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 handled it very well. This was also for me though. This was the one that I had the hardest time picking because for me, I had a couple of things that were right there that Shang Chi was there, like almost there for me. Yeah, Shang Chi yeah. would probably be six. Thor and Shang Chi were my six seven. Thor, I definitely have a little bit more ways down. I can tell you this for a fact: if America Chavez wasn't America Chavez, Multiverse of Madness would be would be at that least was seven. This, maybe even fourth. Yeah, that was seven. Because I loved the rest of that movie. Like I really enjoyed it. I thought it was an awesome time. I thought it looked great. I had a I I enjoyed the hell out of it. But every time that that girl was on screen, which was the majority of the movie, I constantly it was taken away from me the whole yep. time. And. Um, yeah, but like we kind of said, I thought they had a tough hand. I thought they nailed it out of the park. Villain was really, really good. I thought Namor was awesome. I loved what Shuri did. I'm a big Shuri guy. I loved the introduction of Ironheart. I thought she was great. I, I think that they had a really, really tough hand, like Seth said, and I think that they, they delivered on the job. And yep. I thought it was a great movie. I really loved it. I can't wait to watch it again, honestly. Yep. Same. So, yeah. Har- still, Har- still good. I think we all wanted it to be number one, though. This one had potential to be number one. It, it definitely could have. It could have been. I'm a little sad it about that, been. but still great. Still it could have been. Yeah. Let's go number four here, Luke. You want to keep legal? You can start us off. All right. Uh, hopefully, I'm not just you know just leading the leading the pack here with that same answers everywhere. But number four, I got Wandavision. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a really good show. Okay. It's my uh, second. Number two ranked show on my list, and uh, I don't know. I, I really like the time exploration, uh, and I didn't really love Loki as a character that much until this show, and that he really made me like him now. And uh, I don't know, it, it was a really good one. It had, had my had my attention. Attention. Oh, sorry, Wandavision. My bad. No, I, Wandavision. Yes, yes, yes. My bad. I loved Wandavision, so I can't. I have no knock on that. I, I thought it was awesome. Yep. A lot of people too. A lot of people like, for instance, didn't like the first two episodes. I I don't like the first two episodes. I love the first two episodes. I like that it's so goofy and outrageous and yeah. unsuperhero-y and it's right. just like a wild '50s sitcommy ride with this weird little underlying. You know what I mean? I love them. I thought they were such a good time. Episode two, when Vision he swallows the gum. And he basically yeah, gets drunk yeah, yeah, right. because it like combobulates all the circuits yeah. in his body, and it basically makes him act drunk. I yeah. thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was so funny. Honestly, for me, I love WandaVision, but where it fell off for me was just that I thought that the the ending, I thought that the like the finale was a little weak. Just be, yeah. especially like the thing with um, what's his name there from American Horror Story? There he ends up just being uh, yeah, Jason uh, Jason Peters, not Jason Peters, something Peters. Oh man, I can't think of it. Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Thank you. Then, you know, making him into be Quicksilver, and then he's ended up oh, what a what a fart that was! Yeah, his name's like Dick Boner or some shit mm. like that. <laughs> yeah, what a fart that was! <laughs> but that kind of what a, what a Dick Boner. Yeah, that, that was, was a little weird. Yeah, and then, I don't know. Just um, especially you tease that it was at the just end. Such an innovative way that they made the show. Sorry, I messed up the, my explanation there, but yeah. Uh, no, I, was, I think everyone will know what you meant. You said one division at first. Yes, uh, but yeah, it, they they. Took a lot of risk with how they did, told the story and the way that they just like slow burned everything into it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And uh, I agree that they didn't do the best job at the very end and they tried a few too many tricks maybe, but uh, still a very good show and it, I thought it was groundbreaking in a few ways. So We're going to hear more from WandaVision. Yep. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, number four, I got What If. 
Um, Ooh, wow. Nice. nice. There's not so many times that whether it's, you know, whatever the trilogy saga is, you know, whatever, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel. How many times do you come out with a show that it was like, what if things were different? It is a great idea. So the the idea of it itself almost automatically makes me put it in the top five and the execution of just the quick 25-minute episodes. You don't need it to tie into the, you know, the entire, like, Marvel storyline. But like I said, just the fact that that you don't not not many other things what big sagas come out with these individual shows that it's like what if things were different yeah no definitely so i mean the fact that they were able to do this and not only did it well um they did a good job it makes you think like wow like you know no pun intended but like what if what if it ended up being this way like what would be the after effects things that and the other so yeah that's what uh that's why i got for number four what if season two right around the corner coming soon wow they're coming this year i gotta take a deeper look at that because i i watched the first Two, I think it was a uh, Captain America. That was number one, and then like a Black Panther one, maybe was number two. Yeah, the Charles Star Lord number two. Number two yeah. is my favorite one of the season. Yeah. The Charles Star Lord was my, good. My favorite was one with Vision. Oh <laughs> uh, like, yeah, just ran through the way he just rips through Ultron. Yep, <laughs> it's just like yeah. yep. No, there was a lot of good ones. Even um um <laughs> Ant Man. It's not Ant Man. Fucking um yeah, Pym. Pym. Doctor Pym. Thank you. If he like went evil and he ends up like killing all of the other Avengers, yeah, kills like the Hulk with that fucking awesome like uh, little goes like inside him and injects him and he like, explodes yeah. from the I inside. I mean, the, the way that it's going with the the Kang universe and all that, maybe that is something that happened in yeah. an alternative universe. That's so true. it could still that's true. It could still be out there. Yeah, the show with the Watcher was cool. Yeah. That's a good. I like that. I like yeah. that. I like that you put that. Love in that there. show. There's also not only are we getting What If season two, but we're getting um, we're getting Marvel Zomb like Marvel. I don't know if it's called Marvel Zombies or whatever. Oh, zombies that episode whatever. was fucking awesome too. We're getting it. Um, that was so cool. It's uh, it's either four or five episodes. Nice. It's uh, it's like its own little separate miniseries. I forgot about that episode too. Yeah, yeah. That was an awesome zombie show. episode. They're doing they're doing it. It's an own whatever you want to call it. It's own series, mini series, whatever. Five, four. It's either four or five episodes. That's coming soon too. Nice. I think that's that's a, that's an interesting pick. I know. I gotta look at it closer now. Oh yeah, you gotta check it out. What what if it was good? What if it was a good time? The Doctor Strange episode was really good. It's sad, right? Sad, yeah. intense. Yeah. The ending is very very sad. Yeah. Uh, fucking ends up in his own little pocket universe. Literally, yeah. fucking like in a bubble. Very very <laughs> fucking depressing. Uh, no, I, I liked what if. What if was good, Luke? You should definitely check that check that out. Uh, for me, I actually I went with what we just what we just talked about. I went with this Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, well, nice. uh, I am super biased basically when it comes to the Guardians of the Galaxy. I love them. I love James Gunn. The goofiness to me is that's what I look for in these in all of these superhero things. Like that's what I like. I like the goofy good mm. times. That's to me. That's what these movies should be. If I want to watch something serious, then that's what I'm going to go watch. I'm going to go watch something serious. To me, these movies, when I put them on, I want to have fun. I want to see some jokes. I want to see some awesome action sequences. I want to see some good storytelling. But I'm not expecting world-class storytelling. But, you know, obviously the Infinity Saga was great the way that they did that. And to me, James Gunn, he, he nails it. I, I, I love it. And this Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special to me was a great time. I laughed almost the entire way. I thought it was a riot. I mean, like I said, yep. the idea of kid just the idea was that we're kidnapping Kevin Bacon, like the Kevin. <laughs> like Bacon. I said, Kevin Bacon's like, yeah, sign me up. Yeah, I'm in on kidnapping it. Kevin Bacon is a Christmas gift. Like that's what we're doing. And to me, like that's hysterical just in itself. Uh, I, I loved it. I, I love the music. I love the. I, I love. I love all of it. I loved all of it. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and just to continue that, I had that as my number three. 
Hey, so, number three. I mean, maybe because it's fresh, but I think it was like you Recency said, bias. Just yep. uh, just fit the mold perfectly, like what it needed to be to be a an all timer Christmas like go to. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna be listening to those songs for a long time. And, yep. That you know, Luke. Yep. That's a great point because I think in to me, whenever I do any of these rankings, a huge thing for me is like replayability factor. Like down the road, like what am I gonna want to watch again, or what am I gonna want to listen to again? In this case, yep. And this is one that because it's the holiday season and because it's just 45 minutes and because of the music, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna watch this thing every single Christmas. I'm gonna listen to the songs every single Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. The replay value on this series is so high. It's it's through the roof. Yeah, it's immediately my top Christmas song. I don't really know why. Oh would, yeah, why, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you'd like any other Christmas song better. You know? It's, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's a good one. I yeah. don't blame you at all. And it rocks. It's actually like some real rock and roll too. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Fucking dude, Groot. When he Groot loves live music too, that made me so happy. I was like, that's like me at any live show. Like, yeah. you could put me. You've seen me at freaking Atatash Mountain we're watching a Pearl Hall, yeah. fucking a Pearl Jam, <laughs> fucking cover band. Yeah. I'm like. Woo! Let's go, baby! Who's yeah, sure. just having a good time? We all grew! You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. <laughs> my God, he's just like me. I, I respect it. So uh, no hate there at all. What yeah, you got, so Number three. three. Yeah, number three, I'm going to go with WandaVision. Hey, uh, I, did, I didn't... Not to say I didn't like Scarlet Witch or Vision beforehand, but like they were, they're kind of just secondary characters to me that I didn't, I didn't put in the forefront. So the fact that they made a series about them, and not only that, the way that they made it so good, I thought was awesome. Um... I love that they showed kind of the darker side of Scarlet Witch and and how it transitioned into Multiverse of Madness. Like there was obviously a bigger, and to see that later on, like there's a there's a bigger storyline that's going on with that. It wasn't just a TV show about two characters. Um, I I love like the cheese, not the cheesy, but uh, you know, sick, be- yeah. lack of a better term, I like the cheesy yeah, 1950s. Definitely, the crowd's laughing. It's, it's like I I love Lucy all. stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I thought that was cool. Jesus is um, definitely the right word. Yeah, you're, you're I, right. I just said uh, I I cared more about Scarlet Witch and uh, and Vision after this series than I did before, mm-hmm. and the way that it, like I said, it opened up the the dark side of Scarlet Witch that you got in Multiverse of Madness. So perfect had transition a, had a bigger impact on the whole storyline. So yeah, that's why I got a number three. I also have one division number three as Let's well. Go. <laughs> yeah, I have one division number three as well. Uh, it was the first the first series we got from the MCU. Yeah, series number one. Um. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it is the very first thing that we got post Endgame. Yeah, it was because Black Widow was the so, first yeah. movie, and that was until the summer. So yeah, I think I think COVID might have threw a wrinkle in that. Yeah, I with think, like yeah, Black yeah, yeah, Widow yeah. and stuff. But, I think yeah. actually, I think Loki was supposed to be before WandaVision. I think yeah, production somehow fucking mixed things around. Uh, but it was you know ended up being the first thing that we got post Endgame. It was wild. It was wacky. The sick. I loved all of the early episodes. The early episodes were actually my favorite episodes. Yeah, uh, I did like what they did though towards the end, as far as Wanda's backstory. Yeah, the episode where they go into Russia and they watch her family and they're watching these old sitcoms. Yeah, and we see the bomb come in and we see her and her brother sitting in this crumble and they're watching this bomb, waiting for it to go off days mm-hmm. on end. Basically, mm-hmm. I thought that that was a great job. Uh, I thought that the 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 fourth wall breaks as far as the Agatha all along. Yeah, right. And I killed the dog too. Yeah, that right. That shit I thought was fucking great. I yeah. thought Agatha character was really good. Well, I say that, that does not mean that I am excited for this Agatha show because I think No, I, I had enough good. for her where yeah. she was. But that yeah. I totally agree. I, I thought what she did in this show was perfect and I was like, I'm good, I don't need any more. Yep. The fact that she's getting her own series kinda makes me very questionable. Yep. Um 
the Halloween episode I loved, which again I'm a sucker for themed shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, I again Halloween time I watched just the Halloween episode, which the Halloween episode bangs. Yeah, that part where Agatha actually is playing the role and she's at the stop sign and she's like pretending to just be another one of the civilians and Vision goes to the car and she's playing him the whole time is awesome. Yeah, awesome scene. Uh, the whole Halloween episode, I actually, I really, really liked. Evan Peters' cameo was great. I wish that they had done more with that. I wish yeah, they had gone ending was a way. huge yeah, wet fart. Yeah, it was. And then the ending, the actual last episode, I actually, I also liked what they did with Monica Rambo. I liked her character. Um, what is it? What's the uh, the agent? The agent Wu? Is it Wu? Yeah, he does the the car trick. The car. They, yep, they, the, they go from Ant Man. Yeah. I liked him. Um, then what's the the girl there from Two Broke Girls? Ever? Um, yeah, she's in Thor. She's in Thor. Yep, yep, yep. She's a uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist for any of you guys that have seen that movie. But I like her character in this too. Yep. They were all funny. Lana Rambo was good. I liked uh, this. Nailed the show. I, I thought it was great. And like I said, post Endgame, you don't know what to expect now. The big T man's out of the picture. I thought this was a great way to start the next phase. Yeah. Honestly, it might have been a good thing that COVID worked the way that it did because I thought this was a great starting point. Yeah. I think the timeline for COVID, yeah. Yeah, it I think it off. launched perfectly, Agreed. actually. Yeah. I, I think it worked really well. Number two? Keep Number going. two. Now, it's, we're gonna, now I'm curious to see if we have all the same things. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to dive too far into this one because I, I know you boys got a lot to talk about it. But but Loki, number two. Uh, awesome series. Uh, didn't have a lot of love for him until this series, honestly. It was like mostly comic relief and... I don't know. I, I like him more since since then, looking back on the other stuff he was in. Yep. But... um. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I think that, 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 that like his fa- like his character plays better now. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I don't know the Owen Wilson stuff and yep. all the the timelines. I, I just like get, making it more complicated, honestly. For a you know, Marvel is still a product that's not totally for only adults. So I'll, I'll take anything that like ups the complication of it. And uh, the TVA. Yeah, the TVA definitely does that. It makes it really really crazy, and anything's yeah. possible. So, and here we go to Nick with a. Oh yeah, <laughs> the minute man, <laughs> Miss Minutes, baby, she's joined the show. <laughs> hey y'all, Minutes. Uh, the fact that you made a TV show that opened up the door to the main villain being in the whole new Phase Five of the Marvel Dynasty, that almost gets it in and of itself to me. Um, not only that, I just thought that the whole show was just—it was a great time. It's incredible. It was just an awesome show. It goes deeper into even deeper than like how WandaVision is. The fact that, like I said, that they explain the whole you know timeline and and how those alternative timelines. Kang at the end was fucking awesome. Um, if it wasn't for one other thing, it would be number one. But for that reason, it just gets number two. I I loved it. Like the it got better. It was one of those that got better as it went on. Yeah, too. it did. So yep. like the last like two or three episodes, they they yep. got so fucking good. Episode um, five to me was incredible. Yeah, you you have you have to watch this TV. Show. I don't say have to, but you should watch this TV show to get more understanding of the main villain of the next Marvel. Oh yeah, you know what I, I mean. I think so a lot like, of these series have been very like passable on. Like you don't need to watch them. This is the one that I would say if you need to go and watch one of them, it's definitely yeah. This one. Like how many times can you can you say that that you. It's so impactful that you opened up this door to have to watch this to get a better understanding of the next phase of it. Yep. I'm sure Ant-Man will do a better job of understanding Kang, but... Yep, this is still going to go hand in hand. I still feel like you have to watch it yep. to understand it. And the show in and of itself was awesome. So, Impact and how the show was, guess number two for me. 
And that's going to be another one of our group decisions because Loki is also number two for me. Hey. Uh, I thought it was absolutely incredible. Uh, just like you guys said, I thought that the, you really saw what Hiddleston can do too as an actor. I mean, I thought him watching his own death, I think that's neither in episode one or two, where he watches his own death at the hands of Thanos and the way he's crying for his own. I, I, I thought it was great. Him and Owen Wilson are so good back and forth, they too. Were, I thought him and Sylvia were so great, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I rooted for them the second that they were on screen together. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack for the show <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. Um, holding out for a hero. Shout out. Fucking, I've been listening to that song nonstop since the show happened. Fucking, <laughs> I've been listening to it nonstop. Uh, but the soundtrack's awesome. It looked unbelievable. I think it's episode three. We're on the planet. Episode three of four when the planet blows up it is unbelievable. Um, episode five, I think, was my f- even though I love episode. It's so tough because it's so good. They're both so good that they're very different. Episode six set things up for the future. You introduced God, Kang. The, the it was finale great was so good because it was just Kang like already explaining what was happening. Five was so good too. Yeah, Loki deciding that he's gonna go take on this fucking this huge fucking beast, and then you have classic Loki and kid Loki basically like laughing him out of the door like you're crazy <laughs> and just frog and Loki. <laughs> they then decided to join the fight. Classic Loki builds. All of Asgard, like in memory of his brother, in an awesome scene yeah. as he gets taken down. I mean, this show was awesome. And like you said, it, it set up everything. It introduced Kang. It introduced the multiverse. It really set up the entire uh, the MCU saga going forward for phases four, five, and six. It's a huge launching point. So impactful. Huge. Um but I thought the show was a great time, and I can't wait for season two. I can't wait to get back to these characters. I've always liked Loki. The God of Mischief is the man. Uh, I love him a lot. I love the Mobius. Um, it would be number one if it wasn't for one thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll, see, I, I'll be interested to see I, how I we all it feel. Be, it's like I, I one in one A. It's It really is. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that the show was great. I, I don't think there's really any cons about it. And like I said, I can't wait for fucking season two. I I, I love to miss minutes. The whole thing, the wind line, <laughs> yeah. the TVA. There was so many great. You got to figure they're in Quantumania too. I feel like you got some TVA in Quantumania. Yeah, TVA is going to be a big thing. I think coming forward, Deadpool maybe, Ant Man maybe. There's a few opportunities for them to arise. Yeah. But uh, another group decision, Loki, number two. Yeah. And then we go to number one, which I wouldn't be surprised if it's another group decision. I know this is the the least <laughs> suspenseful, probably. Um, but yeah, I'll let you guys mostly talk about this one too, but Spider-Man No Way Home, it's got to be the number one for this this phase, right? Uh, just I'd be surprised if no, it wasn't. No, the, the, way they, the way they hid all of the, the leaks and everything too, like Willem Dafoe, all the all the Spider-Mans all coming back. like, And it wasn't just for a small thing. They were like the entire last 45 minutes of the movie. Yep. And Dafoe for the whole thing. Like, it's really well done. And uh, I, know, I thought it was clearly the best movie. And like you said, slight maybe just slight edge over Loki, maybe less uh, technically impressive than Loki, and Loki's ten yeah. hours, which makes it really cool too. But uh, no, Spider Man No Way Home number one, it's mine. I think you just made a good point there at the end. I think from like maybe like from like a technical standpoint, it might not like be the best, but what they took on, like the actual of encompassing all of that in one movie, is such an impressive feat. Yeah. It gets some bonus points. It's such a hard thing to do, and they nailed it. So I, I, I get what you're saying, like from that, from that angle. I, I think I. Think it was a tough call, though. Because like, I agree. And putting ten hours of Loki versus two and a half of Spider Man, too. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah you got to give a lot of love to Loki for that. But yeah, 
So we, you knew it was coming. It was the elephant in the room. You, you knew somehow, some way, like they were gonna have all three Spider Men in this movie. Yeah. So the way, the way that they did it, rumor. and the payoff, and just how they tied in every single character, just about you know, every single character in every single Spider Man storyline. The movie was fucking awesome. It's definitely creeps into the top five, uh, like altogether Marvel movies for me. Even gets emotional at the end with what what Tom Holland Spider Man has to do to kind of move on. Oh yeah, Tom Holland has and a Meg good Holland character arc in this movie. Dude, that movie was so he goes through a lot of emotion. Fucking good. The small things that they do. Even my favorite, I think my favorite scene in the whole entire movie is how Andrew Garfield steal like saves. It's. It's absolutely right. Go ahead. Dude, it's You're it's, absolutely right. It's still like it's it's even more go like on. I loved it go more on. than even seeing all three Spider Man go through yep. the universe and go coming on. in. I go fucking on. the the way that they did that scene was awesome. Yep. Um the whole movie was just off the charts. I I loved uh I loved fucking Norman Osborne, his character, like might have been legitimately as good as he was originally as the character in Spider Man. He might he legitimately might have been better this time around. Yeah, he could have. He, he might have been better this time j- around. Just even the dialogue between like uh, like um, Tobey Maguire's Spider Man and Doc Ock, and then you got Andrew Garfield's Spider Man, and then Electro. I love those little things. Yep, the whole movie just fucking knocked it out of the park. It has to be number one, no questions asked. Obviously, if we you totally haven't agree. had it on your list, it's, it's got to be number one. It sure is. It knocked it out of the fucking park. It sure is. It sure is. The the head, the like we said, the the task that they were taking on and trying to do this ridiculous movie of putting all these people on screen together in one thing and making it work is a hard task, and they absolutely killed it. I mean, they they nailed it out yep. of the park. Uh, like you said, for me. This movie, right? This was the best movie theater experience that I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, and that's I've, it. I've been yeah, to some good theaters. Too, yeah. I've been to some good movie theater experiences. A couple stand out in my mind. Uh, honestly, Star Wars Attack of the Clones is one that really stands out in my mind. My theater was fucking raucous for that one. But this movie was the craziest movie theater experience I've ever seen. I, I, I said, I, I, as soon as we left, I was like, I don't know if anybody else that was with us saw it. But at one point in the movie... Out of the, my peripheral vision, I see a bunch of, like, kind of a guy moving too much than to be just going to the bathroom. And my head turns, and this guy, like, he was at a football game, and it was fourth down for the home team, <laughs> and they were on defense, and they needed to stop. He turned his back to the screen and was looking at the audience and was going, like, <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! And I swear to God, I've never laughed. All. I mean, it was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced oh, in my life. So now, while my theater was going crazy the entire time, I was able to refrain. I wa- There was a couple times where I wanted to, but I refrained. Except for when Andrew Garfield gets redemption yeah. and catches his girl. Oh, that was so awesome. Those oh, amazing man. Spider-Man movies aren't great. But that moment when Gwen dies is heartbreaking. It like she snaps right at the bottom of that tower, and it is yeah. Andrew Garfield kills it. He's terribly sad, and it makes you feel horrible. <laughs> and he gets his redemption. And I was in that theater, and I was just like, "Yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even help myself. I was like, "Oh, uh, 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 yeah!" Oh, man, and you knew, you knew it was coming too. And obviously, when you saw one, you saw the other. I still remember to oh, this day. Incredible! I was. Not even kidding. I was this close to going to the bathroom during that scene. Oh my god! Like I, I saw that they were. It was uh, Zendaya and uh, you know the like his like main friend. Like they were at his yeah, mom's house. Uh, Ned. 
for some reason, yeah, Ned, I thought it was going to be a slow scene for some reason. So I was like, all right, if I have to pee, it's going to be right now. Oh, you're saying when Andrew Garfield comes in? Yeah, when they the, begin- the, port- yeah, yeah, the yeah. beginning right of that scene, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom now because I feel like it's going to be a slow scene. And yeah, boy, yeah. was I fucking dead wrong. Yeah. And I'm so glad I didn't go to the bathroom when it happened. That part's great. He's like literally just like in an alley and he just kind of like turns around. And he's just like, and you knew it. You knew who. You knew it was one of the two. Yeah, as soon as it happens. Oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. that movie's so fucking good. The three of them in the lab together was great. Like, seeing the three of them that comes That comes one, out two, of you? Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It comes like, out of you. Yeah, that's right. I spend hours. It's crazy. <laughs> even, like, the fourth, like, not even the fourth wall, but, like, you like, Andrew Garfield, like, he knows that his, like, his Spider-Man wasn't the best, like, perceived one. Yeah. So, like, when they're talking about, all, like, the boss villains that they fought, he was like, yeah, I fought a guy in a rhinoceros costume. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. he knows that he was the last one, and they're going through, like, all right, Spider-Man won. Spider- yeah. Like, they look at him, all and he's like, the Avengers. Spider-Man 3! Like, 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 I don't know. Like, I get it. I'm Spider-Man 3. Got it. Mm. Uh, oh man I fucking love that movie that yeah, was no. so good such a huge task to take on they didn't just they, they nailed it they knocked it out of the park yeah. and like we said all the villains I mean William Dafoe like I said as good as he was in the original Spider-Man movie he might have been better in this movie okay. his fight in the apartment buildings with Peter is fucking yeah, rips awesome yeah. man that fight is sick when he when Peter does like the um, like the web sling flip like he's on the ground and he does like a web sling flip to give him extra velocity, and then he drives him through like five or like six five, floors. Five floors down. Oh yeah. my god, man! Yeah. It that that fight's awesome. Obviously, you have um, the uh, the Aunt May scene with great power comes great responsibility, and then they tie that into the other their stories and their movies. Right. It, fucking, it was great, man. Love that movie. It was great to have him dealing with the passing of his aunt via. Other Spider-Men who have dealt with the passing of Uncle Ben is just like, and, and, yeah. and uh, Andrew Garfield's parents. It's just like it's genius. Like yeah. the way that they did the whole thing was great. And then, like I said, the, the redemption for Andrew Garfield was great because he is—he was a great Peter Parker. He got a bad. He got a bad rap. He got a bad rap. But he was a great yeah. Peter Parker. That at least the was second movie. Mistake. Second movie was a clusterfuck. Yeah, but that's not his fault. But they, they, like, he, they also didn't tried. have time to set up the third one, which clearly they teased like the Sinister, the, uh, Sinister Six, Six yeah, being yeah, yeah. in there. So yeah. they kind of fucked that up. Yeah. It so, was God fucking. I love that movie. We got the same uh, same number five, same number two, same number one. Three of the same. So uh-huh. Very interesting. And we got number three, right? And we both have number three the same. Oh, and me and you. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. All me and let's, Luke switched three and four. Let's get into the bad now. Uh yeah yeah we can do uh, let's do the most disappointing my mo- I have two two for the most surprising but most disappointing if you look what you got for most disappointing um I mean I like most of my I also didn't didn't really explore the ones that I didn't feel like good about so okay. I, I never I didn't see uh, Miss Marvel Moon Knight or Hawkeye um, but the one that I did watch and did not finish was Falcon and Winter Soldier I watched, okay I watched two, I think that's a very good pick two for of those I watched two of those and I didn't finish it I don't think it's because I hated it it's not like I'm like I'm done with this but yeah it didn't keep my attention either yeah which a lot of stuff does so I think that's fair that's my that's my choice I think that's a totally good I think it's a totally fair pick especially if like you said you missed out on a couple of the other things yeah I think that's a totally totally fair pick so I, I, f- I felt okay about this one after watching it and then I started thinking about it a lot more I thought we were on the right track with this character after the last movie that I saw, the last movie that I saw in his was one of my favorites in in, uh, in the entire Marvel saga. And then I think we went right back to where we were in terms of disappointment. 
like Christian Bale's a fucking awesome actor, and they oh. took it away from him. Oh boy. Thor Love, and, <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder gets the most disappointing one to me. I just I thought we were on the right track with making a badass Thor and making him Ragnarok. the way he sh- You're right. Ragnarok was awesome. They made him a badass Thor. I thought we were on the right track. He was also awesome in uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Yep. Like, he was just an awesome character, and then I thought we were still going to keep going on that track, and then they just made him, again, just a goofy, just all, like, love interest guy, and it d- didn't... It went right back to one and two for me in terms of like disappointment. Ah, oh, so I was still way better than those two. I it was wasn't as good as Ragnarok, but I was I was ready to go. I just I thought the next door, like I said, I love Christian Bale. I, I, I thought his character was a badass, but even he the ending, he didn't the, time. the ending on him was very fucking cheesy. Yep, like there was no payoff whatsoever. Yeah, so I and I, it does stink when you see like obviously not just stink, but you see Namor, who's obviously going to have more of a story to tell. Like he's not done. Like it would have been nice to have more gore. Just maybe just give me a, just even Stuff. that. Just give me a final battle of Thor versus Gore. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like where where Thor wins. Just yeah, give me yeah, that. Yeah. Don't give me the whole like, oh, I'm I'm good now. I'm, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I yeah. see the light. Fuck that. I don't want to see the light. Like I I thought we were going on the right track of the of his movies. So that's why the disappointment of it overall is what gives uh, gives Thor the most disappointment to me. Love and Thunder. Fair enough. Uh, to me, I don't think it'll be a surprise to anybody. Mine's is a runaway. It's one of the worst things in the entire MCU, in my opinion. And that was Moon Knight. And I was actually very excited for Moon Knight. I was very, very excited. I, I was excited for the show. I thought it was going to be a banger. I love Oscar Isaacs, which he was not with the problem with the show, but that just gave me the added enthusiasm. And then the show, to me, was a total, total letdown. It was six hours of an intro. It was an origin story, and at the end of it, we didn't even have the full origin story flushed out. We're still dealing with more personalities at the end of it, like in the closing scene. So it's like we have more origin story to tell in a second season. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, no like, no one you. needs a fucking 12-hour yeah. origin story. This is obscene. Um, it, it just, there was so much slog and unnecessary information and Egyptian storytelling. And just, you were lucky if on a given episode you got, like, the 15 minutes of action that you were hoping for. Like, the way season, uh, the way episode one ends with this, you know, Moon Knight just pounding this guy in. It's like, oh, all right, like, sweet. Like, this guy's going to be violent. He's going to fucking beat yeah. on people. We sure as shit didn't see that. Uh, to me, it was the worst series so far from all of the series. I liked Miss Marvel more. I liked She-Hulk more. I liked Captain, and the Wilt- Soldier, uh, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier more. Uh, it, like I said, one of my least favorite projects in the MCU as a whole was, was Moon Knight. I, I, huh. I hated it. Glad I missed it, apparently. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Worth You got to watch it eventually if you care about the whole verse. I or, doubt it. No? I doubt it. And not unless you care about like Egyptian lore, which I can't imagine <laughs> is going to be a huge part of the MCU. All <laughs> hail raw. Oh, I just, I hated it. And like I said, it's weird that it's like two things that, like I, I like Oscar Isaac as an actor, but it's two things. The problem wasn't him. He did a good job. Right. It's, it's the- and, uh, that would be my overall reaction to the last Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. He was an awesome character. He did a great job. Yep. But the overall payoff fucking absolutely Sucked. stunk. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with this one. Yeah. But it's not him. Which is the weirdest thing. Yeah. He's doing good because he's transitioning through like different personalities. So he's like, he's doing even different accents. Like he's constantly yeah. changing throughout the show. And it's not him. He does a good job. It's just the fucking show. Uh, most surprising, Luke, if you got one? Um, I did not have one picked. I would, I would probably say it'd be one of the new ones, though. Like the ones that hadn't been. Like, I don't know, Shang-Chi and Eternals, I really... And I guess Shang-Chi and Eternals would be the two. Okay. I uh, those great picks. You know, they're like completely unknown, and they, they were pretty good. 
they weren't weren't awesome, but they were they were better than I thought they would be. Especially yeah. just like it feels like they're just throwing a lot of shit at the wall sometimes at Marvel or at any of these movie studios, and these things were good and fit into the universe. So I'd say those were good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. I would say it's it's rare in the this point in the storyline where you have a an original storyline where I'm captivated in. So uh, Shang Chi, his storyline. I thought it was a decent movie. Like I thought, I thought, oh, I thought it was, it was good. Yeah, thought it was pretty damn good. So, like I said, I'm awesome. At, at this point, I'm expecting sequels of other characters that I've already seen. So, if you can throw in an origin story and it's good, you get a boost in my book. So, yeah, I was definitely the most surprised by Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked two. I went with one. I actually got a show in a, uh, a series and a movie. Uh, for a movie, I liked The Eternals. I know a lot of people didn't. I know it's getting a lot of hate online. I actually really enjoyed the internals. I thought that the movie looked fucking awesome. I actually liked a lot of the characters. A lot of people complained about like the suits or I, none of that shit bothered suits me at all. Least of my concerns watching that. It's more about like just how it fucked with the whole lore, right? Like it, it just kind of turned everything upside down. Oh well, yeah. It introduced the Celestials. The yeah. I mean, it. it, it added a whole new level of the game and that's going to be a big part of things going forward i'm looking forward to seeing more from the eternals i actually really enjoyed the movie angelina jolie is a person that i've grown up with and i've never really enjoyed her and she was in this movie as athena i thought she was fucking awesome uh gilgamesh was awesome um mm-hmm. the actor uh i can't think of his name but he was good rob stock too. uh fuck oh yeah i love rob stock don't get me going on him yeah, Richard Madden is him. Yeah, uh, he's uh, Icarus, but he was great. Are you thinking uh, of like the Indian guy? Yes, I can't, I can't think, think of him. He was he's a comedian. You actor. He was yeah. hysterical. Uh, he was great. I loved his character. I I really liked he's Eternals. Yoked. <laughs> he's yoked now for no reason. No shit, is he? <laughs> yeah, he used to be like a skinny little rail, but now he got yoked. No shit. And then uh, for a series was one that I actually going into it, my expectations were pretty damn low, and I actually I just finished rewatching it. And I really like it. I went into Hawkeye. With yeah, very low expectations. I was very close to saying most surprising. Very Hawkeye. low expectations. Yeah. And I loved, I genuinely really, really, really liked Hawkeye. Yeah. It was a good time. It was funny. It had awesome action sequences. I thought I was going to hate Kate Bishop. I actually ended up really liking Kate Bishop. Yeah, she gets the she gets the number one new secondary character that they've added. You know what I mean? It's like Kate Bishop, American Chavez later. in there. So yeah, I if you Yelena. want to count Yelena, Yelena. yeah, right. Yelena one, no, I, Kate I did, too. I did like Kate Bishop. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and they're going to be the two of them are going to be. I think, I think are going to be a little bit of a tag team because they already hinted at their relationship. Yeah, it should be. Their on their on screen interactions in the show were hysterical. The yeah. macaroni scene, yeah. was so funny. Uh, I I really thought Hawkeye was a great surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really really Agreed. liked it. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about it was the fucking Kingpin again. And that's just that Kingpin guy sucks. He's fucking terrible. I mean, yeah. He's absolutely awful. I don't buy him at all. Like I said, I just rewatched it again. And like, it, oh my is God, he's so... Denorfio? Yeah, what yeah. Is, his name? is that part there? It's like after King, Bishop's mom is like trying to quit. He's just like, she's trying to quit. Like, she works at a bank at Goldman Sachs. And I'm just like, dude, like, what are you oh. doing with your voice? I'm just like, yeah, like trying to usually whisper. And then all of a sudden you're doing this weird, like Arnold Schwarzenegger thing with your voice. <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. And he's like, not even big. He's ripping car doors off their hinges and shit. He's like, eating bow and arrow. I don't know. I just. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. I do like the Christmas vibes that it brings, though. Hawkeye, big, big surprise for me. I actually really liked it. I'm looking forward to seeing more from Kate Bishop in the future. So. Yeah. 
Uh, with that, that is going to, I think, wrap it up for us here tonight. Yeah. Episode 17 in the books. As always, thank you guys for tuning on in. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We ended up going way longer than I thought, even though without any episode recaps. These open forums, they're dangerous. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. start getting going, and you know what I mean? Things turn to fire. But uh, I appreciate all you guys for tuning in. As always, please, please, please share the show around. Subscribe to the channels. Leave a rating. Leave a comment. On YouTube, first 100 subscribers are going to be entered into our giveaway contest for a $40 AMC gift card. So make sure that you get on that. And uh, as always, on the ones and twos, Mr. Lukey Baby Kleinen. We'll see you next week. But thank you for being here again this week as always. Of course, of course. Uh, my co-host this evening, Mr. Rogers, we hope that you have a great cruise. And we will see you when you get back for sure. But have a good time. I'm scheduled on for uh, the next podcast. But I'll be, uh, I'll be watching from afar. There you so, go. <laughs> There you go. Dude, the fact that you've never fucking seen Goodfellas is out of fucking control. But you gotta address that uh, when you come on. So I'll be uh, I'll be watching from afar, and I'm gonna spread the news whatever island I'm on. There we go. Oh yeah, enjoy, dude. That's what we need. That's what we need. Is people spreading the views, baby. The Jamaican, uh, the Jamaican population's gonna be off. <laughs> A whole new sect of viewers, baby. Whole new section. The Love it. Viewers gonna be some guy from fucking Jamaica. Yeah. Of fucking cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> hey buddy check out the cinema lords podcast it's good man it's good uh but that's gonna wrap it up for us here tonight we will see you guys back here next week in the meantime enjoy your time at the theater hey peace